Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude, great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot, lot more. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm watching you read chat before we go live. Don't think we don't see the horrible degenerate things you're posting in there. I know, My and God. tonight's like extra nasty and sexual. Ugh. God, guys. We're probably encouraging them. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, hey, welcome to the call-in show, uh, the show where you get our number. We're at your mercy. I'll explain the rules as I always do. Hey, yesterday was your birthday, though, first. It was. So, Big 3 Isn't yours birthday. coming up? October 18th. So, yeah, I got, uh, what, three weeks of 20s left in my life? Eh, uh, whatever. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. There's probably nothing special that's going to happen between now and then anyway. Uh, but, yeah, good birthday. Yeah, I just played with my sister's baby and I was like, I never want to do anything for my birthday. And so I was like, all right, for my birthday this year, I want to watch the baby eat cake because she like so mashes it all over the place. So you're just practicing for like the imminent future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to babysit and, you know, stay up late. Yeah. That's it. That, that's what happens when you get old. Your birthdays don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed uh, our... our um backhanded compliments on twitter as well as i said happy birthday to the best <laughs> podcast co-host i could find at the time really appreciate to which it. i responded i love you like a loose acquaintance which is true so uh this is the call-in show most of you know the rules if you're not familiar there is a link to the discord server on which we host the show in the video description click that put your name in the roll call chat we go on a first come first serve basis patrons get priority if you are a patron of either of us or the show and you're not marked in that pretty orange font let us know we'll get you covered and then you will get priority in the roll call list if you'd like to contribute to the show but you can't do it live we do take email questions or comments beauty and the beta at gmail.com or you can email us individually uh, or tweet us, or you can upload a video unlisted to YouTube and we will play the audio and respond to it on the show. Unless it's completely degenerate like the comments tonight, in which case we'll just hit delete. But uh, we might at least look at it. They're good. They're good. Um, and of course, we'll take super chat in between each and every caller. We'll take your comments and questions there. We got a long list of callers tonight, so I might have to be a little bit more heavy handed in moving people along. I'm going to try to keep people, as always, try to stick to one topic, one comment, one question. Probably going to have to, I don't know, I'll probably have to stick to like a couple minute limit per caller tonight. So don't be mad at me. I'm just going to have to, I got to do what I got to do. We got a lot of people to get through. So good problem to have. But uh, anyway, anything else before we hop into it? Oh, let's do it. Guess who's up first? Hello, everybody. Hey. Unstoppable, you there? Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, guys. You're first tonight. Uh, uh, Yes, I am. Every night, it's it's a dopamine hit for me. I love every second of it. (laughs) Okay, well, what's on your mind? I got to hustle up tonight, so Uh, you're on the clock. Not pissed. I got so pissed at, at, at the Republicans. I'm a Republican. Oh. I'm gonna. Vo- I'm, I was gonna vote for them at this point in time, but now I'm so pissed at what the recently just happened. They spent. About- I, I think I mentioned last or a couple of weeks ago. I said something along the lines of, you know, 
during the last during one of the rounds of hey let's go try to repeal Obamacare that they could have spent the last eight years around and, and, and being pissy about how Obamacare is is handled actually mm-hmm. making a good alternative and then day one just be like here we go eight years worth of progress with our with our fantastic think tanks you're welcome but instead they dicked around for eight years stroking each other off and then eight years later they when they got in they suddenly go wait we actually have to we actually have to create an alternative and they panicked like crazy That's and true. the last round finally pissed me off because okay. they finally not because they failed because they said that they might not try again but because they set themselves up for failure and then failed yeah it is uh so th- and this is going to be the first time you vote right like y- 2018 will be your first yeah, election yeah, yeah. correct yeah and could you imagine oh, if the first time i vote is is i'm voting democrat oh my god would be shocked <laughs> out of spite yeah. that'd, that'd be, be funny f- well it is frustrating that's how all these republicans Sad. were created though Disenchanted leftists. There's no reason to suppose that dynamic couldn't work the other way if they can't get it together. It 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 is very annoying to have. I mean, we I've seen it. We've seen it happen on immigration too. These two big issues for 2016: immigration and and reforming the healthcare law. But neither of which have come to fruition at all. They've just. Yeah, I'm starting to think that Trump was a bunch of false hope, and that he's just a globalist stooge being run by Javanka. I'm, oh I'm boy. becoming Javanka. very concerned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh... all the small things that that you get with Trump that you wouldn't have gotten with Hillary Clinton, and the lack of Hillary Clinton made it a better option. But yeah, ultimately, um, if he can't get at least health care set in place, he's going to be screwed. And if no, Congress... immigration is the more important issue. I don't. If he if he did build the wall or start the wall, I think he'd probably be safe for twenty twenty. The bet. wall, I think yeah. the wall is the easier of the issues. The wall is basically yeah. saying you you know we is law is basically setting up for um, setting aside some funding, doing some basic provisions on 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 you know funds allocations, and basically rolling over the states when they say state right state right with an issue that's really a government a federal structure. I mean, we had pre. The reason we can have an interstate highway is because we already have pre-established. Hey, this thing here. No, federal government gets to make, put stuff in place across state borders as a federal function. It's a, it's a federal piece of highway, so, so that's going to be easy. But it's the, it's the, I think it, I think that's going to be easy. No, I mean, I was talking about the level of import as far as. Um getting reelected. I think that if he, you know, shits the bet on immigration, people are going to be way more pissed than if healthcare doesn't end up passing. I think ultimately for me, look, all I know is that, what I know is this. Um, I'm personally not going to be very heavily affected. I'm currently, I have deals with my parents. I'm doing full-time student work and I technically have a, a part-time job on the side running my business. And I'm, all my funds are going to school and, and my projects and my work and, and my learning and all that jazz. And they're paying for my, you know, my, my medical bills through my mom's, because she's a doctor, through my mom's medical insurance, through hospital insurance. Oh, I see. But yeah, I people this, vote how they're more personally affected. So, I, uh, Yeah, but I vote. I don't vote for personal effect. I will take a personal hit on an ideological stance. I'm not going to, I don't, you know, I don't give a shit if it negatively affects me. What I care about is creating a, a world where 
the most amount of benefit, the most amount of good, the most amount of, of proper systems put in place exists to allow any individual that wants to advance themselves forward to be able to advance themselves forward. And if I suffer as a result, so be it. How very principled. Republicans because I want what I, what I believe is they're going to benefit me. I believe because I vote for them or I want to vote for them because I see they hold a set of very uncomfortable truths, inconvenient truths, inconvenient facts that suck and that I hate believing, but I believe them because they're true. And that's why I vote Republican. All right. We'll have to see how it goes. Uh, luckily, they have some time to win your heart back. So yeah. so uh, we'll have to wait and see until 2018, I suppose. Unless you're not we'll eligible see. for any of these like upcoming special elections, are you? Uh, I don't know. I'm in South Carolina. I'm in Charleston. Yeah, I can I do anything. I don't, I, don't, I don't think there's anything I don't know. going on there. At least uh, that I know of. Yeah. Anyway, I got I to gotta wrap it up there. But uh, if you have a Maybe. quick final word, go for it. Uh, just fun to say. Yeah, this, this is a rough ride, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, yeah. have a good night. Okay. Take another caller. We'll do uh, Chris to the J. You're good to go. Hello. Hey. What's going how on, is, man? How is your, it's good. How was your vacation, Blonde? It was really, really nice. It was really nice. And then I, I have to say, you know, that things looked a little bit better than I was expecting. So I, I, I was a little bit reassured about the situation of Western Europe. And then Merkel got reelected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that really, that's true. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, um, since I got that out of the way, Matt, what do you think about this whole NFL thing? I know you talked about it on Sunday, but I haven't gotten the chance to listen to it yet. Uh, yeah, so to, to recap my take, uh, generally I was not a fan of what the president had to say insofar as he was uh, advocating for the firing of private individuals and private business. I don't think that's really the role of the president. Um, but I am not a fan of, I'm not a fan of the kneelers generally, and I especially was not a fan of the enhanced kneeling that we saw on Sunday, especially LaShawn McCoy's <laughs> stretching during the national anthem. Enhanced so, kneeling. <laughs> yeah. So um, so basically, I, I this was a classic case, to, to summarize my take on it, this was a classic case of a story we've seen with Trump a million times, where Trump says something that kind of raises my eyebrow, and I'm thinking, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. And then the overreaction pisses me off even more. Yeah. And I'm not, it's not that I'm on Trump's side because I'm definitely not in, on his side as far as advocating for the firing of people. But I'm certainly not on the side of people who stretch while the national anthem is being played. I, I, that's, that ain't cool, man. I'm not saying they should be banned from doing it. It's just I reserve the right to say that ain't cool. Yeah, you have the right to, you reserve the right to burn all of their, uh, all of the merchandise that you bought. Yeah, yeah that, that was going on, I saw. Did you have a different take on it? Am I off Well, on no, anything? I, see, my whole thing is that, these players, they do have the right uh, to do so. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're just choosing the wrong venue to do so. Yeah. It's, it's a political loser, time. for sure. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It's, and Trump, you know, he does, he went overboard in saying like, oh yeah, they should be fired. But he also, it's, you know, it was a reaction to uh, a lot of different stuff that was going on because he invited Stephen Curry to come and Stephen yeah. Curry's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go. And so Trump's like, okay fine if you're not going to come then i'll just rescind the invitation since you don't yeah. want to come and everybody got mad over that and people started kneeling it's like you guys are kneeling over me doing something that i legitimately can do you should be fired because of your stupidity and all that which is a stupid argument nonetheless but then everybody's like oh no we're just going to keep kneeling even more and then you have 
people pulling out their advertisements. Like there's a, a um, I can't remember what they're called, but it's a clothing line. Yeah. And basically pulled all of their advertising for any NFL game and they're no longer going to sponsor any of the, um, I guess they would be called reporters for the ESPN channel. Like they're no longer going to oh. sponsor clothing oh. and stuff like that. I saw Von then, Miller lost a sponsor too, but I don't yeah. forget who it was. Yeah. And it's just like, you're having so many different people all because like, yeah, you do have the right to protest, you know, and, and voice your opinion on supposed oppression that's going on, but you're just doing it so poorly. Like, yeah, well that, yeah, that's what's ridiculous is now it's become just this spite Trump gesture, but you're doing it in a way that suggests you are disrespecting the anthem, the flag, and arguably, uh, military service members, members, law enforcement. The very, very popular reserve, things in people. Help reserve your right to do that. Yeah. Or help protect, not reserve. Reserve's not a good word for it. They help protect yeah. you. Yeah. It's just so, it's it's hilarious. It's, I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with the Super Bowl because I've seen... Hmm. Worst ratings early. ever, I'm calling it right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if looking at that and then also what happened with the Emmys a couple of weeks ago, because I didn't oh, even God. know the Emmys were no. going on that's how bad it was yeah i didn't know until that night the emmys were going on so that a tells me oh nobody really cares what the emmys think even more now not like we cared about it in the first place and then hearing all of the hearing how bad the ratings were because it was like hat like basically the ratings were cut in half from last year i think um and then just it's just so funny because i'm like you guys don't understand. We Idiot. don't care. Yeah, we, yeah. no, nobody. The does. reason you're in Hollywood is to make us happy, and the reason we watch you on sports is to entertain us. Yeah, that's yeah. all we care about. Yeah, only in America would a group of minorities that making millions, tens of millions of dollars, be able to go out there and tell us that that their audience is racist. Like yeah. this blows my mind. And I'm like the entitlement of these people. They're oppressed. And that they're oppressed. You, yeah, it's okay. You made millions and millions of dollars. Right, you made millions of dollars and your life is just like a parade of hot chicks you're banging. Like, I'm like, this yeah. is so heartbreaking. Boo hoo. And you don't well, get as I said, they'd over. all be billionaires if we weren't so racist. <laughs> you, have to, you have to consider these things in terms of what could be if we stopped oppressing them. <laughs> yeah, not, really. not only to mention that, you know, they're, they're basically protected from all of the... Um, you know, sexual, like domestic abuse and stuff like that that have been going on. Yeah, a lot of them are scumbags. I mean, I've, because I've been having this debate because there is a there are a lot of quality people in professional sports too doing genuine oh, yeah, charitable would, work. And then there's a lot of pieces that. of trash too that are just <laughs> genuinely awful. Anyway, yeah. um, we'll have to wrap it up there. But if you have any closing thoughts on uh, on the sports stuff, uh, I I don't watch sport, watch sports in general, so this isn't really a big problem for me. But... Well, there you go. It, it is for I, I, me because I, I I was bitching about it on Sunday. You can hear me bitch about it there, but you know it's like that that I I like everybody else. I want that turn off your brain activity, and now they've hijacked that into politicized bullshit. That it's just it's insufferable. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Even if you agree with the politics. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll catch you next time. All right. See you. Thanks. Take a break or. Yeah, let's do some let's do some super chats. Everybody's okay. complaining about my light. I'm actually facing a window, so it's it's you know the actual blue light source is the sun. Um, okay, let's go through all these. Voltron five twelve said, "I bet the NFL players get on their knees when the left starts pushing for transgender cheerleaders." 
Yeah, that'd be <laughs> hilarious. I actually saw a Reddit thread saying that, and I was like, that would be a really good way to just end football as, as we know it. I mean, yeah. who would watch it? Hot chicks are like a huge appeal for the remaining red-blooded men that watch football. I don't know, though. I mean, to be honest, well, not that I represent everybody, but I can't say that the cheerleaders have ever been a factor in me watching the NFL yeah. or not. It just makes the disinterested people, makes it a little bit more tolerable. I mean, if there were tranny cheerleaders, I would turn in, tune in to see it. I'm not saying on an ongoing basis, but at least at the start, I want, I want to see yeah. what that looks like. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so it might actually um, help them to on an immediate basis, but I don't know about long term. For one game. Yeah. 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 Uh, Son of Sparta said, as a Steeler, I have never seen the entire Steel City root against the Steeler. Shocking Steel Nation is going insane. Yeah, I've heard that. They're even boycotting like the the you know the team store and stuff, which is just owned by kind of mom and pop people, um, which sucks. Yeah, it, 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 the ripple effect it yeah. does hurt people who are who are not related to the boycott at all, but I or to the to the kneeling at all. But I can understand why you'd want to do it. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Kingsley Abraquois said, "Hey Matt, have you caught the new Caesar of Fuller House yet? If so, how about that finale? Thanks for making my boring job fun, you guys. You guys are pegs." The sad truth is, I know exactly what he's talking about, or she. Uh, I should. I have. I have. I do know the cliffhanger. I won't spoil it. Don't worry. Our show is just going to become about spoilers <laughs> if we continue doing this to people. I know. The Game of Thrones thing really pissed people off last week. Um, the data drew. Oh, gave did, us a well, that was your fault. I tried to stop you. Yeah, but I don't care. I feel like, I mean. There, okay, here's my question about spoilers, though. Surely there has to be, what's the term? I don't know, statute of limitations. There has to be some point at which it's okay to spoil things. Like, the, the thing that you spoiled is well over a year old now, like year and a half old. Yeah. What's the line? There's got to be a line at which it's okay to reference something. Two months. Two months, okay. That's earlier than I would have gone, but. Well, I mean, by then, everybody's already heard about it. Uh, yeah. If it's a big deal. Okay, so the data Drew gave us a big donation. Thank you very much. And said, 30 Thank for you. 30, Rebecca. I was just so happy to see that you came back from France not wearing a fucking burqa. <laughs> happy birthday. I was really tempted. I'm like, man, these bitches never have to put on makeup or do anything about their personal appearance. Just cover it mm -hmm. all up. Yeah. Lucky. Uh, Davis uh, said, happy birthday, Blonde. Thank you so much. And last one for right now is Blaze Nimmons. How can my retarded ass get orange Patreon font in the Discord server? I'm so lost. I want to say something more profound, but now I just feel dumb. <laughs> Send us some. Um, if you are a patron, just message us on Patreon, and I'll take care of it. Um, or uh, we'll probably have to wait till night. I probably won't be able to take care of it today for this show, unfortunately. But if you message us on Patreon, next. I'll get I'll get it taken care of for next time. Okay, conservative punk is up next. We'll keep it moving along. If I can find, here we go, conservative punk. Eh. There we go. The conservative punk. What's that up? would be me. I am the only one, apparently. Okay. <laughs> it's just Fellow me. Seattleite. Yes, that would be me. How are you yeah. guys doing on this fine Wednesday? Good. It's beautiful in Seattle. It is. I was really enjoying my drive home. Um, oh, first thing I wanted to get out of the way, because I was just watching this yesterday. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but uh, uh, Sargon was in... I was in California for yeah. uh, what was supposed to be free speech week. Mm -hmm. What wasn't actually free speech week. Um, and uh, he's got this video where he basically is standing uh, really close to this Antifa woman who is, who has a loudspeaker. She's standing right next to Yvette Falarka. 
Yeah. And she's just going on and on and on and on about everything, the stuff they always talk about. And uh and 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 the video is titled like it titled Communists Lose the Argument and it says that he has a debate with them. And I'm like really curious because I'm like seven minutes into this video and he hasn't said a word. And then she calls herself like a radical communist okay. and then says something about how we're not gonna stop until this regime is brought down and then sargon just yells out he yells out but who cares what you think you're a communist fuck your opinion <laughs> that's it that's the whole yeah. shebang no no no. He, he goes on for a bit and then it's actually really funny does he how make any out. any good he, points he, well he would have if there if the person if the people he had been talking to had been even slightly interested in having an actual conversation um but there was a lot of shouting back and forth he ended up shouting with this guy that was next to this woman about who had the higher body count basically that's always yeah. the first thing that happens is is sargon's like communism's got like the hundred million you know and then he's like well capitalism and we've bombed north korea and blah 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 and it wasn't very productive. And then eventually Yvette Falarka went up to both of them and whispered in the air and they just started chanting like no Trump, no KKK, no fascist USA and walking <laughs> away, which is why the video was titled Sargon loses the argument, or, or, yeah. loses the argument because they just gave up and left. Um, oh, I a, did see this. Yeah, There was I, a portion I, I, of that too, where the guy was saying like something about people being lined up and shot and Sargon was saying, where is that happening? And he wouldn't yeah, respond. Where, and then, where yeah, is that and happening? And then he got the chant going so yeah. he didn't have yeah. to answer the question. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Well, all this to say is that I think a great clip for your little button setup that you know they do on the radio yeah. would just be the clip of Sargon going like, but who cares what you think? You're a communist. Yeah, Fuck I'll have family. to find it because I wanted to play some of that on Sunday. I saved that video because yeah. I wanted. there were some clips in yeah. there that I wanted to play. In addition to, I don't know if you saw this, uh, there were in Berkeley over the weekend, there were there's somebody recording Antifa. And this this brown black Antifa lady starts going after this white Antifa guy. Yes, I did about I his, it, but I heard about it. Very yeah, funny. about his white Very privilege, funny. about how he hasn't punched enough Nazis, he's not doing enough hard work for them, and it's kind of the intersectionality I love it, the within well, yes, Antifa. Yeah, it's a great clip. The coolest part about that is that it was predicted um, a couple of weeks ago when Jordan Peterson and Brett Weinstein were on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, a great, a fantastic point that Brett brought up is that the difference between these two, uh, these two identitarian groups that oppose each other that have been rising is that one of them is at its foundation fragmented. Yeah. And it's because they're all these smaller identitarian groups that have come together and kind of united. Like, you know, you have like, you know, the black lives matter people, like the trans rights people, you know, pro-life people, all these different people. They're all, but they're all actually fragmented groups fighting for like the top to get to the top of the oppression pile yeah whereas like the white nationalists they're all like white na they're all we're here because we're white and that's pretty much where it starts <laughs> and where it ends yeah. and what that means is that at the end of the day the leftist identitarian group will fragment and will there will be infighting it will eat itself and that's yeah. a pristine example of exactly that happening until r2 oh, dindu yeah. is named their queen it is inevitable <laughs> <laughs> no no no. And so it's that's, that's the end 
In the Game of Thrones, in the Game of Antifa Thrones, she is Cersei Lannister. Fucking leave! Fucking leave! No, no, no. I was watching your video that you just uploaded today. I hadn't gotten all the way through it, but you posted a clip of that again when they were going after the Limp Bizkit guy. Yeah, because it's so classic. For the the first time, I watched that video, the the footage of of him being assaulted a number of times. The full footage of it, yeah. For the first time ever, I noticed that R2 Dindu has a piss bag at her feet. I, I wonder, yellow piss. I kind of wondered if that's what it was, but I. <laughs> that's you know, exactly I, the, what the it is. The thing with man. jokes about her is it's walk. so hard. Yeah, like I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, there are some jokes I've thought about making, and then I've backed off because I thought, well, I mean, she is a bully, but she's also like clearly very disabled. Like I, I that's just can't. Clearly not her fault. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah what, she's exploiting it though, sympathy, so I think yeah, it's fair game. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's also the one. If you remember that uh, famous meeting with. George Bridges, that first meeting where they're all just ripping mm-hmm. George Bridges. Oh, She's the one in the background yeah. going, "Fuck you and fuck the police." Like, oh, that's that's her, the funniest Dindu. thing about her angry voice is that she sounds terrified. Yeah, she's like, "Fuck you and fuck the police." <laughs> yeah. All right, really, as much as really I love weird. talking about R two, I, I gotta uh, I gotta call it there. Keep it moving. No, that, but that, that's totally fine. Um, gosh, I had one more thing I wanted to mention, but I can't remember, so I'm just gonna default to um. I'm not watching the Seahawks this week for the first time in six years. Wow. Uh, and it's, it's twofold. Uh, okay. Can I, I guess the second I, fold? Uh, yeah, I guess you can if you want the to. The second fold is that they suck. <laughs> yes. The second reason is that they can't sustain a drive, so their defense gets exhausted by the third quarter, and then the yeah. other team's offense gets a chance to run all over them. That's exactly what it is. Did you see that that clip? There's a clip this week of like the, the Seahawks offensive line whiffing on like five cut blocks, Ugh, and then so and and the snap was fumbled. Yes. Yeah. He fumbled the snap like three times on Sunday, and then uh, it was also and then of course Richard Sherman getting three penalties in one play was incredible. Oh, I didn't even see that. Well, good because uh, I hate the Seahawks, and I always have. <laughs> um, not only because all your fans are obnoxious, but also because of the Blair Walsh to Blair Walsh debacle a couple seasons ago. And, oh, and now you get right. Blair Walsh. I now hope you're enjoying him. him. Yeah, yeah. He's only missed one kick so far. Uh, oh yeah. Well, he he doesn't miss the ones that um, that don't matter. He don't misses matter. the ones that yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> the season can't end this way. Yeah, that's classic it can't Paul end Allen. This way. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, God, I was so pissed the, when I watched the, that. The first reason is of, I was already upset about the Michael Bennett thing because oh, he was yeah, clearly was lying about what happened. Clearly. Clearly lying. There's video showing that he was just wrong about what he said. He ran from a police officer when there was a, a situation where there was believed to be an active shooter. You can't do that. That's stupid. And then you're like, well, I'm famous. Why are you arresting me? Like, that's, that's dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was dumb that the team backed him. It was dumb that the coach backed him. It was dumb that they kept talking about it. And then the whole staying in the locker room thing. And they're doubling down on it. And uh, you know it's frustrating, and it does. And and frankly, uh, if they're not winning, if they're not winning, it's hard enough to watch. But I consider myself a loyal fan because you know I've been with them when they were total trash, and I watched them rise from the ashes and win the Super Bowl, and that was great. And so there's a certain level of loyalty that I that I give them because of that. But when you're gonna suck and you're gonna make this dumb political stance, I'm done. And when I when I'm actually stressed out on a Sunday because I was because I was with family and they were talking about politics while watching the game. And there was already all the politics with the game. It was just like, I can't, I'm just, I haven't read anything about the foot, about football all week. It's just not enjoyable. So why bother? And it's that simple. You need to get woke, man. Once you get woke, things will get a lot easier. All right. Gotta take all those pills. Well, Hey, 
uh, nice talking to you guys. Uh, enjoy enjoy your weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm really bad at signing off on these things. So <laughs> All right, you as well. We'll catch later. you next time. Later. Thanks, man. Bye. Okay, you want to take? Well, let's take one more call uh, before we hop back into super chat if we can. Uh, Minding freedom, I'm gonna guess wants to talk about the German election. Let's see if he does. Uh, Minding freedom, you there? Do you want to talk about uh, how your country's hi. screwed or what? <laughs> yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I I still don't really understand it. Um, well, so can you break down what exactly happened? Because uh, from what I saw, it sounded like the far left and the far right gained power. Is that true? Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, it's it's a complicated situation. First off, you said earlier today uh, tonight uh, that Merkel got reelected. Yeah, yeah, I know that's technically not correct, but she's going to yeah. stay in power. Is what I mean. Mm, oh is that, even not, that even is true? not so sure oh um, really okay yeah uh there there's a lot of things going on right now and at the same time pretty much nothing um because well there are a lot of um let's say there are a lot of things going on in the next few weeks uh, there are state elections in october Mm-hmm. Uh, where uh, Merkel already said that she won't uh, start any negotiations before those elections, uh, pretty much because she wants her party to win those. And um, since the Social Democrats are so weak right now, <laughs> I mean, they they got their worst result in history. <laughs> and um, the, the the far left gained a little like 0.5 percent or something so not much but yeah they gained um the i wouldn't call the afd the far right um they do have far right elements in them but as far right is like maybe hey guys like let's maybe vet the the muslim immigrants (laughs) coming in like how about that (laughs) (laughs) is that that the Um, far right position that, that's the, that's the main party position. However, I mean, I'm not they saying they can't come some... in. Of course, they can come in. We should just know who they are. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, but they do have some actually far right uh, people among them. Okay. So it's 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 tough. What does that mean? Um, like, would uh, yeah. like a Gert Wilders be like a good proxy for what they kind of believe, or is he too far right? Um, I think he would belong to the right wing of that party. So, so okay. he's he's not straight down the middle of the party, but he's closer to the right wing of the party. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. But so he would like, definitely be part of that. Big big picture. Like, what is what do you think is coming for Germany? I mean, is this just a well a lot more unexplainable trucks of peace that who could have foreseen them? Nobody could have foreseen this coming down the street. Or is there any uh, is there any reason for optimism about what has happened regarding the migrant crisis? There is definitely a reason for optimism. Uh, okay. Angela Merkel and her party lost eight percentage points. Okay. Which is a lot. Um, the AFD gained the Free Democrats, who were campaigning on tougher immigration laws, uh, re-entered the parliament, gained six percentage points, I think. Um, so there that is... seems meager, though, compared to the the problem that you guys are having. 
eight percentage <laughs> points and six percentage points respectively that's that's jack shit but aren't there a lot of parties though i mean for there are for six fractured parties, yeah. yeah for a fractured is that uh, that yeah. substantial in german government it's well it is substantial um because the 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 social democrats who were uh, a governing party before this election they lost so much they decided we're not going to be part of any coalition government for the next four years we're out of this opposition fuck this hmm. so they right. they were the ones who basically were making the politics the whole four years merkel was just the head but Content wise, it was all social democratic politics. Hmm. So, how is this Including, going to affect immigration policy? That's all anybody really cares about, anyway. It, it depends on what happens. Uh, there is only one possible coalition option at this point. It's called Jamaica, which uh, <laughs> <laughs> is not a good name, but um, due to the colors of the parties involved, uh, oh, black okay. for the uh, for uh, the Christian Democrats, yellow for the Free Democrats, and green for the Greens. Okay. And hmm. You can compare the German Greens to the American Greens. That's not too far off. So you kind of understand what kind of coalition that would be. Hmm. You have you have pro-business classical liberals. That's the the Free Democrats. You have environmentalist leftist Greens. <laughs> And Merkel, who doesn't stand for anything, that seems like such a that seems like an almost uh, contradictory coalition or like coalition of people at odds rather than people with yeah. a lot of shared. Yeah, values. pretty much. Um, which is why I personally think that this won't happen. Hmm. And um, the 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 Free Democrats and the Greens will hold uh, member votes or yeah par party votes of all the party members whether they should enter this coalition or not. And uh, I am a member of the Free Democrats, and I will vote no. Okay. Because it's, it, it won't work. Uh, second option then would be a minority government of Merkel and the Greens, which would be pretty much for four years the same as we had the last four years, which would be shit. Third option, another election. And that's what I'm hoping for. Okay. <laughs> But um, if, if another election is coming, I'm pretty sure that the, the Christian Democrats will call for Merkel's head. And oh, wow. if, right. if that's can, happening, that. we might see some actual <laughs> conservative politician uh, coming up uh, in the Christian Democrats and gaining momentum. Hmm. And maybe... Is there any possible outcome that would end with Merkel's head on a spike? That's really what I'm going oh, for. God. Is Game no. of Thrones the official theme tonight? Is that? Is that... <laughs> wow, I, that, that, that didn't even occur to me. I just want yeah. to put her head on a. Spot. All right, well, we'll she have to be quick. It, we'll have to be quick here though, because we got to keep it moving. But yeah, if you have a final thought on that. Yeah, uh, the 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 head on a spike. Um, I mean, we we did commit some atrocities in our history. I understand that. No, no, hey, I don't want to punish. We are for that. civilized. Join, we don't do that club. anymore. <laughs> Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Whose whose atrocities are worse? That's a good showdown. The USA or the or the Germans? Let's find out. Ask the SJWs. <laughs> they will say USA, but I beg to differ. Okay. Well, that's your German guilt uh, coming through. <laughs> we got some nah. good ones, man. They're just lesser known. <laughs> I don't we're think secretive so. about the people we kill. <laughs> you, know, you never had you never had socialism in your country. We had the we had Eastern Germany. 
yeah, remember yeah. that. That's also a part of our history. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll call it there. But thank you for calling in and uh, letting us know about what's going on over there. Yeah. As always, thanks for having me. Every night. Okay. I'm gonna have to. Keep, I'm really gonna have to hustle up. Should we take a break? Uh no. Let's let's keep. Okay. Going. I'm at a. I'm on a bad pace here. So. Uh, yeah. Onion. Okay. So I'm gonna have to keep people moving. Don't be mad at me. Uh, onion heads up next. Let's see if I can find. Uh, here we go. Hey, Onion, how are you there? I am, I am. Good evening. I am uh, I am not hustling up as I thought I was going to, so I'm going to have to start hurting people along, I think. So if you can be... Oh, that's that's fine, that's fine. ...quick with your thoughts, that's appreciated. Of course. I um, <clears throat> I just have a quick question uh, for Blonde. I, um, I saw your video on gender roles. I thought it was very good. Thank you. My mom hated it. <laughs> she was real pissed. She texted me right in the morning. She's like, I hated your new video. Why did she go? Blah, blah. Does she contradict what you'd said? I mean, my mom, no matter what she tries to tell me about traditionalism, is a feminist. So, hmm. you know, so she doesn't like this attitude that like women should submit. She still thinks that women in divorce situations get let like they're left high and dry. I'm like, mom, it's not that way. You can take a man's everything for being married to him for no time because the the court system is so biased. And she's like, well, what about abusive men? I'm like, that is so much less of a problem from a social perspective right now than feminism. I don't even know where to start with you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I just assumed I just assumed these uh, these values that you currently espouse were ones that you were raised with. Oh, no, 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 no. Your mother didn't drive that into you to be, uh, you know, the good wife and. No, no, not at all. I mean, she stayed, she was a stay at home mom and stuff, but um, I, she, I think she, she wanted me to have a career and my sister too. So. Oh, okay. Well, actually on that note, um, I wanted to know your opinion of stay at home dads. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, whatever, um, whatever helps one parent, whatever helps keep your kids out of daycare is great. But I do recognize that stay at home dads are almost invariably based on the research that I did going to have sexual problems in their marriage. And that's, you know, if you can find some way to offset that, like your wife still feels really attracted to you, even though you're changing dirty nappies all the time and stuff like that, then, you know, that's more power to you because your kid's not in daycare, but that's not personally a relationship dynamic that would ever work for me because I'd How be like, dare you. I was raised by a stay-at-home dad. Kind of. <laughs> you were raised by a stay-at-home dad? Uh, kind of. My dad was self-employed, so like my dad had a lot more at-home time than my mom. They've been together forever. So I'm going to give you the whole classic the SJW. My, my personal experience differs from what you're saying, and I'm offended <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, I was just... Okay, no, I was just curious. Um, I, I recently found myself in that situation, and after watching your video today, I was thinking, hmm, interesting. So find, I, I you find yourself in a situation as in you are a stay-at-home dad, well, or what I do you am, mean by that? I don't that? have a stay-at-home dad. I am a stay-at-home dad. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, Yeah, I so. mean, but, but you also should be proud of the accomplishments, and like raising your kid is a really difficult job, and somebody in your family is raising your kid. Like I see that people was, with yeah. nannies all the time insane. and shit. It's like, no, if you have an opportunity for somebody in your family, nuclear or extended to be the primary caregiver, you should 
yeah. take that opportunity. I mean, I, mean, I got to be honest. Question. That's a goal, man. I would yeah, love goal, yeah. to be to to build something in that I'm secure enough to spend a lot of time at home with my kid. That that's yeah. that's a dream. That's a goal mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So you should be proud of that. That's I don't mean to disparage any stay at home dads from that video. I'm just saying that oh, as no, a general rule of thumb. So that was just making sure there I, there weren't something between the lines that you hadn't said. That would disparage stay at home dad. So it, it didn't come across <laughs> that way at all. I just wanted your opinion. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, man. Well, thanks, thanks a lot for the time. thoughts. I and um, uh, I hope it works out with the little the little guy or gal. I don't know. Both. Uh, both. Oh. So you're stay at home dad for multiple. Yeah, yeah. Four-year-old boy and a two-month-old girl. Oh, Holy cool. Well, congratulations. Smokes. I bet you are just, you have so much work to do. <laughs> Thank you. You better get to much. it. You better get out of this waiting room and yeah, really. tend to their needs. <laughs> Have a good yeah, night, yeah, man. Probably not. Yeah. Right. Thanks. Okay. Should we take a break? Uh, nope. Let's keep going. Okay. Uh, Constantine. Constantine is up next. Constantine, you there? Yes. What's up? Hey. So I'm actually uh, not going to talk about something complex or geopolitical today. Uh, Okay, good. Because I always have to, I have to pass it back to you. That's my, that's my get out free card. Is what do you think about your question, Constantine? Because they're usually too advanced for me. Half the time, I don't understand what I say, but <laughs> I'm actually going to talk. I'm losing him. I don't know about you. Yeah, I can't. Constantine, we got that problem. We got the you're, you're dipping out again. Sometimes, sometimes we lose your connection. All right. Do, I can, do, do, do. Yeah, there you go. All right. Get it out. Get it out quick. Ah, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. You're good now. Oh, well, there oh, he goes. No. He okay, out. so let's let's see if we can bring him. I'll, I'll try to bring him back. I'll give him a second, and we'll talk to Whovian in the meantime. Uh, Whovian, you there? I am indeed. Hey. All right, what do you want to talk about? Uh, oh, I've got a story for you guys. Good. Oh, I like stories. It's another college story. Excellent. I feel like I'm going to come with one of these every single week. Okay. Uh, well, I so, hope that you've refrained from violence. Last week, I was a little worried. Uh, I did. It was actually okay. the other people that were starting to get aggressive with me this time. Oh, um, oh yeah. This is, this is so, juicy. So the only political class that they would let me take this year because because I was a freshman with this was this theater class. It's called Ugh. Love, Politics, and Entertainment. Theater oh, boy. 1000. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, they, uh, we had a topic of discussion uh, Monday morning, and it was over kneeling for the flag. Uh, okay. So there's probably about 15 minutes of it's probably it's probably the class probably split about like 80 20 you know hard liberals and like two conservatives or libertarians. Okay. Um. So there was just a lot of spouting out about uh, uh racial inequality and racism and police brutality for like the first 15 minutes, and then. I was like, all right, I've had enough of this shit. So I raised my hand and I was like, <laughs> yeah. And, and nobody knew my political views. Nobody knew that I was a vet at that point, but I raised my hand and I was like, just so you guys know, uh, I'm an army vet. Um, and 
when my battle buddies come back from overseas, you don't you don't get to see the name tags, you don't see a name on the coffin. All you see is that flag draped over their coffin. Well, good for you. Yeah. So when when I see people disrespecting the flag, that's what that represents to me. Um, now, and then I was very specific to say that I don't agree with what Trump said because I feel like that's very divisive, and I completely agree that everybody has a right. But uh, if if you're out here pissing on the flag, burning the flag, or if you're doing it for these other reasons, and then I, I seriously said this. I was like, if you're out there disrespecting the flag and disrespecting these soldiers, then fuck you. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. How many people are in this class? It's like a big uh, lecture hall or smaller? It's a lecture hall. Probably about 100 people. Awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, and I, I, got a, I got a small amount of of claps and woos and whatnot and then uh about another 30 minutes goes by because this discussion is going on forever and they're talking about um uh more racism and more politics and i stuck my hand up again and i was like well i'm already in the shit let's just keep going (laughs) and i i did the old ben shapiro shtick um i said yeah i said if you can show me a law that is racist in intent, then I will agree with you. Yeah. If you can show me a person that is being explicitly racist, I will agree with you and stand up and fight that person with you. But, and the teacher had stated this just a few minutes earlier. She said that she thinks that all these racist laws are like, uh, like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like (sighs) they're not specifically laid out. And I was like, if you can show me the law, and then I will agree with you. But if it's not there, then you don't have an argument. Yeah. The thing is they can never even explain that. Like I could even grant the premise that there are some, uh, like veiled racist laws that were designed not to be explicitly racist, but have racist outcomes. I could even grant that premise. But even when you ask them to describe that, when you're asking them to make the type of citation that you're asking for, I've found little satisfaction in that regard either. I've, I've never, yeah. they usually cite things like voter ID or something, which isn't even right. the law everywhere. No, it's you know? not. It's a completely bullshit tactic. I mean, like who can't go get an ID? It, it's, it's very seldom. And yeah. especially. Well, I mean, the, when, then, cause yeah, to your point, if voter ID laws are racist, veiled racist laws, I mean, laws about driving cars are veiled racist laws then because people mm-hmm. apparently can't get them. It's disproportionate by race. Uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but you, yeah. you mentioned people got aggressive with you. So what happened there? And then we'll have to round it out. But, um, so then after that, people started, started, uh, yelling at me in the class. Um, and the teacher had to call out and said, there will be no fighting after this class and nobody oh, is getting jumped after this class. <laughs> so I, I'm going to go back to the, that, that 20% of class that was, libertarian conservative yeah. at the end of the class and everybody got up i had about 20 people come over to me shook my hand said thank you for your service and good. they walked out with me good so uh, yeah. and I, honestly i don't think you have much to worry about um from the triggly puffs of the world wanting to jump the the army <laughs> no I, i'd like no, to see it, was, it actually well, you'll be cool yeah you'll be <laughs> it was like 75 percent really skinny black chicks so i was just like i'm not <laughs> worried that much um yeah. Oh, that's rich. A bunch of yeah. chicks yelling at you. Well, you know, no. I'm glad that you did. I, that's one of the things I was thinking about when making the video today because I've I, the classic Milo advice was always keep your head down and just try to get through school. But 
as I've watched what happened, what's happened to Evergreen, I'm starting to think like, no, nah, these professors yeah. and doctor, these professor indoctrinators need a Socratic grilling. Like they need yeah. to be pressed on their ideas, not not right. to spite them, not to yeah. shame them, but to expose. Well, no, 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 to spite you, and shame them. Well, on, I know that you're more. <laughs> I know you're more team shame than I am. But but what I'm getting at is like even as a purely academic exercise, that's how you find the good ideas. That's how you find, and that's how you expose bad ideas. And I don't know. Maybe the professor was fair in your case. I don't know. You didn't talk a lot about the professor, but even the your other classmates. Yeah, the professor is very left leaning, but she did come to my defense and yeah. Uh, like I had told her the week prior that I just got out of a relationship of two years with my black girlfriend. Uh, uh -huh. So, I mean, like she knew that I wasn't racist or anything. And like, so she, she tried to calm down the classroom as much as possible. So uh -huh. I thank her for that. So I can't, you know, she's very, um, calm in her mindset, even yeah. though in her teachings, her political views do come out. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to stop holding up your show. I know right. you're on a quick time frame. Well, well thanks man. I uh, appreciate the story. All right. Have a good night. Love you guys. Bye. Aww, you bye. as well Thank next you. time. Let's catch you next time. All yeah. right. Um, take a break. Uh, we're okay for a little while. Okay. Uh, let's see. I want to make sure Constantine gets another chance. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can get Constantine. That was Julian, right? Yeah. Constantine, you there? Take two. Excellent. Are we good? Okay. Good? Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's try. See if we can hear you all right. So for once, I'm going to talk about my personal life. I'm actually glad he went for me since it kind of relates to it. Okay. All right. So I'm in, I'm in college right now. It's more like I don't live on campus. I, it's like 20 minutes away. It's like not a community college. Part of a bigger one. It's run by them. But like people just drive there and everything. Mm -hmm. And there's not too much leftist indoctrination, but there is still some because, hey, it's, it's college. Why not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been smart, but I've always hated school. I've always hated sitting in a classroom, just getting blah, 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 and then just telling me, writing down notes. But to the conclusion, I'm probably going to drop out next semester. And because it's really big around here, I'm going to get a real estate like and half companies around here. Okay, I'm kind of, I'm half, lo are you losing him, Blonde? I'm kind of, you're kind of cutting out. But from what I gather, you're saying you're going to leave college and you're going to start a job. Is that what you're saying? Real estate license. Oh, real estate. Okay. That's what I heard him say. Ah, oh, fuck, is he gone? I, now I can't hear him at all. Me neither. Okay. Um, for, yeah, but real estate license because there's like okay, a million there places like around here. Okay, so you're going to leave school. You're going to start up doing real estate. So what? Um, what's your thinking on that? What, or what's the reasoning behind it? I mean, I've uh, I've taken like a couple like those tests in high school people say i'd be good at that i've talked to a few of the real estate people and it's only like six weeks to get licensed for it do you think you want to finish up your degree later or are you just you want to just cut losses and and bail what were you majoring in um i i was actually undecided because it this is like my first year of it like uh this is like okay. technically my first semester since i did take some college classes during high school uh but yeah it's what about trade school? I mean, I've I've thought about it. I've thought about uh, going there, but people and, and real estate is huge around here. I live in a big touristy area, like over up, up by the Great Lakes and everything. Like people are always like buying up land and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've got yeah. a good opportunity, there's no 
you, you know, you don't have to go to college right out of high school. You don't have to. There's no reason you can't finish a degree later in your life if you if you want to. Well, college um, degrees are also becoming increasingly useless. And I've told you guys before, I have a finance and economics degree, two bachelor's degrees from Mizzou. Worthless, totally worthless. I didn't know you got two. So you basically did the equivalent of two major programs. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They were like 80% of the same coursework. But you did it in four years? I took an extra semester to do um, some of the finance stuff. Gotcha. It doesn't matter. I mean, I should have been a plumber or some shit. What's the timeline on this, Constantine? When are you thinking about getting this certification? Like in January. Okay, so pretty soon. You should do it. Very soon. And you haven't sunk a lot into your education. Well, I mean, one semester, it's not like like my idiot cousin has spent like a hundred grand at NYU and now she has to finish because you know, she sunk a hundred grand at NYU. Well that, yeah. I mean, that's uh, once you acquire that kind of debt, it's like once upon a time, I really wanted to go to law school because I have an intellectual interest in learning about that stuff. It's like, my God though, I don't want to be saddled with this debt. That means I have to become a a joyless lawyer to, to satisfy (laughs) the debt. I don't want that. I just want to learn about this stuff, but I don't want the the sentence to a lifetime of stress and hatred of my life, so I opted oh, not yeah. to. Yeah, lawyers are miserable. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess Constantine is. I can't hear Constantine anymore, so we'll probably have to call it there. But Constantine, oh, if you can hear. Oh, now I can hear you. In, any final thoughts from you? Oh, excellent. I mean, I've talked to several people, and actually, does kind of uh, run into a personal decision. I'm thinking about running for my state senate seat because Ooh. the incumbent is retiring and. Uh, I'd run as independent because I don't trust either of the parties and they both basically have their, you know, candidates decided beforehand. Yeah. <clears throat> Is there uh well, you're a young guy, right? There's no age limit on that sort of thing? Ohio's 18 by default because they have no, nothing encoded in the law for age limits for yeah. state offices. Okay. Interesting. Well, uh, let us know if we can, uh, if we can plug your campaign. <laughs> Happy to do yeah. it. <laughs> because I put too many things out on this Constantine name that would nuke me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Join the club or just start your own channel and nuke your life and just yeah. enjoy, oh, enjoy uh, the chaos. Way, way ahead of you, way ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. Good luck with uh, the, the moves and hopefully it works out. Let us know. Bye. Okay. Uh, take another call. Uh, let's cruise through some of these super chats. Okay. Who was the last one? I think it was Davis. Oh, no, it was the patron server. Um, David Howard said, heard somewhere that WNBA protested Anthem 2, but can't verify because uh-huh. nobody watches the WNBA. Yeah, I, I, I saw the WNBA scheduled their finals on the game one of the finals on Sunday against football. Like, what, what are you guys doing? Nobody wants to watch any chick sport. And there are hardly any sports that women are better at. Gymnastics and figure skating. Otherwise, I don't want to see women playing any sport. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not saying they can't. You're just saying you don't want to watch. Well, nobody wants to watch. Well, duh. Yeah, I don't want to. It's, uh, if it's, it's a sport that men are better that, at, then why wouldn't you just watch? There's that classic yeah, family guy cutaway where they're announcing a WNBA game and the announcer says, you got to ask yourself if having this minor skill is worth being so unattractive. <laughs> That's for the fan to decide. And there's one guy in the stands. <laughs> That's so true. Jeez. Look, um, once they start dunking, I think there's like 14 dunks in WNBA history. I, I mean, I don't know 
what to tell but you. But if you ask River Gibbs, the the parody between the WNBA and the NBA is pretty close. Like you know, pretty close. It's, it's, the worst team yeah. in the NBA and the best team in the WNBA are right about even. <laughs> God. Oh boy. Um, then we have Austin Kane, who I think was Whovian, and he said skipped uh, skipped me, hacked by Russia, probably. Sorry, I guess we um no, we did got to a little bit. Although later sometimes here's the deal, like uh, I'm not a, I'm not going to fake news him or accuse him. Uh, I've have run into this issue before because everybody chimes in at 6:50 my time, 8:50 Eastern. Yeah. So many messages are hitting the server at the exact same time that my feed of them is sometimes a little bit different than what you see. Oh. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Sorry, who he, he probably saw it different than I did. Um. Then we have Blaze Nimmons. Oh, oh man, this is this is harsh to Matt. Maybe oh. I should skip this. Is is it, but it's a super chat. Yeah. Harsh to it says, me. Virgin Matt spends hours prepping a video. Chad sticks an hammer. Six six six. Fifteen minutes just rolling a thoughts off the top of his head. Yeah, sticks is great at the long form, but I would say that editing has some value for some people. And uh, we take care of this long form shit when we do our two two hour live shows twice a week, so yeah. everybody can suck a dick. Yeah, thanks for your money. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Johnny Coppersnake said Weinstein made his bed. He just wasn't ready to be cannibalized. Completely different note. Do either of you have to have tattoos? If so, what? And if not, why are you such put pussies? <laughs> well, we what? both do. Um, uh, we do. I have, a, I have a teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny tattoo that says two plus two does not equal five. 1984 is my favorite book. And I thought that that I was like, I have to get a tattoo. This was, I don't know, five years ago. And yeah. then I was like, OK, if I'm going to do this, I want it to be really tiny in a place that nobody can see. And it's easy to get removed. So it's in black ink. So. Yeah. I've got one on my left shoulder. It's very personal to me, so I'd rather not discuss it here. It, it's not uh, It's not an issue of shame. It's actually an issue of huge personal pride, but I don't want to talk about it uh, right now, unfortunately. But yeah, we both have and tattoos, so we're not pussies. Yeah, I know. I, I don't regret mine because I could get it removed, but like any person younger than me that wants to get a tattoo, I'm like, don't do it. I know so many people with tattoos that they regret. Like, I'm going to get this star on my lower back. It's, the, no! We were talking about it the other day in a hangout. Like, some tattoo, some people's tattoos, I think, are so great, and then, but there are so many that I think are so terrible. It's tattoos are very hit or miss for me. So yeah, yeah uh, definitely. And and then the cliche stuff. It's like no koi fish, no dragons, no dragonflies. <laughs> Tribal. There are just so many artwork, kinds of tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Chinese yeah, characters. Um, and then the thing about Weinstein, I guess I'm not going to opine on that because I'm not really sure what to say about that this was a, kind of a big donation what was the Weinstein um, question or comment Weinstein made his bed he just wasn't ready to be cannibalized and I've actually that's actually ah. occurred to me before it's like this is somebody that politically aligned with people at Evergreen um and then was cannibalized I mean that's how people get red-pilled though so maybe I shouldn't even complain about who hmm. people used to be it doesn't really matter does it hmm. as long as well if know. you believe the emails um the emails that came out of the Wall Street Journal too he was pushing back on this bullshit for some time before the day of absence thing. There was stuff in the right. email chains before the day of absence thing. So I don't know that he made the bed. I don't know if, if I ever get a chance to talk to him. That's one thing I might like to ask him about yeah. stuff like that. Yep. Um, David Howard said, remember when causes were promoted with ribbons? Oh yeah. Oh. All over the cars. Yeah. The little rubber one or like they're not rubber, but like plasticky magnet things. 
you know, breast cancer awareness, support our troops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Whatever happened to those? You don't right. see them anymore. I guess, I guess we don't. Um, and then we have the person single-handedly supporting the show and <laughs> carrying us. <laughs> official Phoebe, show sponsor, TM, BB. Yeah, yeah. yeah, official show sponsor, $50. Thank you so much. Just because. We really appreciate it, BB, for all Thank of your you, community support. So generous. And then we have a friend of the show, Yoda Economics. Happy birthday, Blonde. Out of curiosity, where in Missouri did you grow up? I went to military school there. Um, I grew up in uh, St. Louis, uh, West County. Yeah. So, but then I also, I went to Mizzou, which is in Columbia, so. Um, all right, we're good for now. Okay, uh, Commissar Melanin is going to be up next, and we're now entering. We're into hour two here, and I have not got through half the patrons, so uh, I'll have to. I'll have to do my best here. Uh, Commissar Melanin, which is is that one of Steph's? That's Steph's name, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, I, I haven't that. changed it for the last two. Weeks. I know, but for some Hi. reason, I don't recognize that as Steph. Hi, right? blonde. Yeah. All right, what you got for us? Um, I, should I defend myself for linking Vox or talk about Star Trek? <laughs> I talked about Star, Star Trek, Trek with Blonde. Well, so I can I, take a break. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen the, the new Star Trek came out with that black Sasha chick from Walking Dead, right? Yes. I and everybody so. shit their pants because HuffPo said that she was the first black captain, which is obviously not true because of Deep Space Nine, which I also she's haven't seen. She's not the captain. She, she's the fucking number one. Oh really? Yeah, she Dude, literally. There's already the been a black minutes. captain, and then there was Ohura, and then there was Jordy LaForge and Worf, who's second officer. These people, come on! There's in been the first plenty episode, of diversity. In the first episode, she got offered her own command and then shat the bed by by uh, trying to take her sh her ship and shooting at the Klingons. Oh, do they fuck her up? She, I'll watch it if, if she gets fucked. Up. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, in my opinion, yes, it does have a lot of SJW undertones. I'm out then. But, I want to watch it. But they're they're more of the on the background than on the foreground. I just like I don't know. I just can't itself, do this in shit my opinion, anymore. Is decent. I liked the first Star Trek movie. The second one was okay, but you know, can't we just enjoy? Star Trek without all this diversity shit. Although now upon like recent viewings of Star Trek, the next generation, I realize that there is a lot of diversity nonsense on that show. A lot about like equality amongst species and different alien life forms. And shit. I'm like, Nope. <laughs> it's the same I don't shit. I saw so. in mass effect, the video game, like, like it's not even racial diversity. It's, it's species. It's diversity. Species diversity. It's I know. Fucking weird. And I didn't realize it yeah. growing up. And then their whole thing, like there's no money in the future and all this. Sh I'm like, this is kind of hippie nonsense. Hmm. I mean, I, I would say the money thing in universe can be explained away by having I infinite resources via replicators, but um, it's like commu communism advocating in, in disguise. Well, they still need to harness energy sources. You can't replicate energy. Where does that warp uh, power come from? This is like, Matt, this is like talking about football. How, how do you feel no, I, right I now? like it. I like to just kind of sit <laughs> out and I, I doesn't, it doesn't make me mad at all, in fact. <laughs> uh, I've never watched Star Trek. You can't make me. Don't try. It's not gonna Why happen. Why? You've never watched Star. What? I don't know. I mean, I've seen like I turn on TV and there's a rerun with like what's Blushy. his face, uh, Patrick. What? Patrick? Who's the guy? Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you see him on. What? <sighs> who? Who does he play? Like Darth Vader or something? What's his? Darth! <laughs> 
I mean, it, 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 it would work if I wasn't a Star Wars nerd. I, that joke doesn't really work, but, you know. Oh, uh, God. Well, I would say the the story itself isn't as... Well, obviously, the Klingons are they're in this show. They're modeled after Trumpers. But, like, oh, if, oh, really? if you just turn off your political brain and just watch the generic autism that is Star Trek, you can enjoy it. I don't know. I always thought that Klingons were kind of... Space Muslims. That's like... No, um, <laughs> space mu- sand people. Yeah, I thought that um, was the sand they people. Are, in Star they have Wars, this, exactly. Like, obsession with honor and culture. <laughs> I was always well, like, oh. in the original Star Trek, Klingons were supposed to be the commies. But when you think about oh. it, the Federation are the commies, and the Klingons are the capitalists. Who are the Ferengi? The Ferengi. The Ferengi are just I don't know businessmen, but um. The Romulans were supposed to be the the Chinese slash Asian. All right. So wind this down, you damn nerds. <laughs> okay, before I go, Matt. Before yeah. I go, have you played the game Finding Bigfoot? Bigfoot. No, should I? I've never even heard of it. It's it's a shitty ending game that is not too shitty, and okay. you hunt Bigfoot. Uh, like, is it available on console or is it only PC? I believe it's on the computer. Okay, that's fine. I could play it on PC. I just rarely play PC games, but I could. I would love to uh, hear your your Bigfoot hunting stories. Uh, is it something I have to invest a lot of time into, or can I just? No, it's it's like an hour long game, I believe. Okay, well, yeah, maybe maybe one of these. Uh, I don't know. When I have some free time, maybe I'll look into it. All right. Or maybe I'll play a good video game. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Thanks, okay. man. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you have some good dead body experiences coming up. Uh, I mean, I'm if I see one more fucking shriveled up penis, I'm gonna fucking (laughs) okay. All right, get get the hell out of here. This is a family show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay. Next up, we got um, uh, big red doggy. Big red doggy, you there? Let him hang out for a second. Otherwise, I got Jay Fry. Ew. Hey, Jay Fry. Let's get Jay in. Jay, you there? No. Big Red, Jay Fry. Yeah. Oh, now you're both in here. I'm here. All right. You want to go first? Little technical difficulties. Apologies. Is this Jay Fry? Uh, No, Big Red Doggy's in. Big Red Doggy. And then Jay Fry's here. I saw him lighting up, but I don't know if he's actually here. I'm here. If Jay Fry wants okay. to go first, he can. No, oh, no, ahead. Big Red Doggy was here first. Sorry, Jay Fry. Yeah. Back I, was, uh, I was. <laughs> I was actually going to. I'm trying not to be too depressed because of all the bullshit going on, but damn it, it's not hard to be. Talking about um, the take a knee stuff or something else? All of it. All of it, okay. The whole uh, political situation right now. It, 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 the fact that it's inundated in everything now. Yeah, yeah, it's that there's no escape normal. from politics. I know. Yeah. There's nothing to escape from, or to yeah. escape to. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I was actually going to talk to Blonde on uh, see what her thoughts are on you know, raising kids now in this type of situation, because she's She's looking at doing a couple kiddos, and I'm looking at about three kiddos. You're looking uh, at three? Three to four, yeah. Yeah, me, me too. Um, 
I don't know. I'm worried about it. My fiance has in no uncertain terms told me that I cannot homeschool our children. So that hmm. creates a bit of a complicated situation for me because I would really like to control all aspects of their education. So right. we, we have to leave Seattle. There's no public school or private school here that I'm comfortable sending my children to. So I think the most important thing is just to make sure that there's going to be some level of indoctrination, but I, I think the only way to solve this is just to be a hover parent, like to look at what the information your children is, you know, your child is um, ingesting on a daily basis from, from their school and to just help them with homework and make sure they're not being fed any, any bullshit, which they definitely will be. Yeah. That's so. what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to homeschool if we can. Uh, it's so much work. I wish. I wish I could, but but my well, that's was only like, if you know. we. Oh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, oh, that's no. only if we get to the point to where uh, my wife can actually just stay at home, and I'm I'm being the sole provider. Um, that that would be the ideal situation, but you yeah. know, best laid plans go out the window. So, yeah, I mean, I in in I'm we're moving to Idaho, and I definitely looked into a bunch of um, charter schools uh, in different cities. And the one that I found in Idaho um, where we're moving, it's they don't have any sports teams or anything because all of the school's money is channeled right into their core curriculum. And so that really appealed to me. And so maybe charter school is the way to go if you can't homeschool and you don't want to have the cost of private school. And homeschooling becomes so cumbersome, like one of you is going to be spending, you know, 40 hours a week plus lesson preparation just educating mm-hmm. your children. And then at some point you're going to have be homeschooling children with different educational needs. Right. Um, and you know, I'm smart and I'm educated, but like, I don't really think that I can give my kid as good of an education as a, a good charter school. I, well, I there is also online curriculum as well. Um, uh, thank, thank, thankfulness uh, for the internet in that aspect. Um, not so much in the autistic aspect, but you know, yeah. Because there's just so much, but uh, yeah, I, it it's got me uh, a little nervous thinking about it, to be honest. So I don't know. I mean, I definitely think that with online help, it's something that you can do the homeschooling. Right, right. And like if, if Matt or Jay Fry has anything to add, they they can. No, well, um, I, speaking of Jay Fry, I got to keep it moving though, because we yeah. Uh, yeah. We're on the clock. Something I will say really quick, though, is do you know Brittany Pettibone? Um, I I haven't watched any of her content, to be honest. Well, Uh, her and her beautiful twin sister are like the most sweetest, smart, educated, well-rounded wife material people that, you know, I've ever met online. And they were both homeschooled. It's anecdotal, but, you know, I'm sure that has something to do with how they turned out so well. Right. All right. Well, um, that was pretty much uh, the topic I want to discuss tonight. Uh, have a good conversation with Jay Fry. Uh, sorry to hold you up, Jay we'll Fry. Try. Oh, no, we'll try. We'll try. Thanks for calling. Thanks, man. We'll catch right. you later. Bye. All right, Jay. What you How's got? it going? Yeah, I want to talk about this uh, this uh, hashtag take a Negro, but you guys already covered a bunch of it. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll move on to uh, these are Jay's opinions. Jay's we do not endorse Jay the Fry. opinions of Jay Fry on our Twitter, on our show, in any way, shape, or form. We yeah. denounce, we denounce Jay Fry. Yeah, but you smile, smirk, and there's a little nod. So, so I don't no know one's nodding. Going on. I can't a, help yeah, my face. Dog whistle. Where's my dog whistle? I have to get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I uh, since you guys already talked about it, the only thing I have left is there's a a show on Amazon Prime now. It's called Kamazar Detective. Okay. It's uh, it's about it's it's a show from either like the late eighties or the early nineties about uh, communist Romania. Really? And huh. and it's 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 propaganda to like the fullest extent possible. Have you and, seen? Uh, have you seen every it. show that exists on Amazon Prime? Is that how you've seen the things that you've seen? No, I've still got like like eight different series I still got to get through. Really? Okay. Watch no, Narcos. It's a, Watch Narcos. Well, that's Netflix, it, though. Yeah. Oh it yeah. Is on Are you talking about Amazon Prime? Yeah, yeah, this one is on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it was chased like globally by um, uh, Channing Tatum and and some director, and they they dubbed it in English, and it's the master copies, and it is so unintentionally funny, just like how much they shit on America. But they they can't actually do it because it is a communist country. So the car that they're in is an absolute piece of shit. While they're talking about redistribution of wealth <laughs> and uh, how the the state takes care of you, and uh, at, at in the first episode, um, the the guy his name is Angle, it's supposed to be Angel. His partner gets murdered by an American in a Reagan mask. Oh my and, god! Weird. Yeah, and uh, he gets a call from her landlord. Uh, or his landlord, the, the dead partner, and they're like, uh, someone broke into the house. He, so he, he comes over to the apartment. He's like, uh, it's probably just a, a neighbor who misunderstood the, the the proper context of redistribution of wealth. Like, holy you shit. You said Channing Tatum is responsible for this? Yeah, and at first I was like, fuck you. But then after seeing it, it's actually absolutely hilarious how they're they're portraying everything and it is negative towards America, but it's not to Americans. Maybe they're just joking around and they're secret conservatives. He's too hot uh, to be a liberal anyway. Well, no, because yeah, he did he did work his his ass off to get where he was, as opposed to like Gwyneth Paltrow, whose mommy and daddy were in Hollywood. I don't know anything uh, about Gwyneth Paltrow, I have seen bef- previously on like, you know, world's sexiest lists. Which is just preposterous to me. Previously, we were talking about like overrated, allegedly hot actresses like Jennifer Lawrence. I don't Lawrence. know. Gwyneth Paltrow people, belongs on know. no list ever. Some people like feet, she's... and <laughs> no. she's got a she's got a face that looks like a foot. So ah, her and Casey. Okay, Neistat. we are not going to sit here and talk about how <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow has a face like a foot. No, Sarah Jessica Parker has a face like a foot. It's not ten. No. Those are foot Speaking faces. Of... Casey <laughs> Nike or what's his name? Neistat. Anistat, Neistat, I don't know. Whatever. Foot face. I just remember oh, you yeah. calling him foot face and it stuck in my head forever. No, Casey Neistat is gorgeous, but I have a thing for thoroughbred horse. I have a thing for thoroughbred horses. That's just me. Him yeah, Sarah yeah. Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker is the hottest one known to man. Exactly. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Any, any, any closing thoughts from you? Uh, my birthday's tomorrow. Happy oh, birthday. Yeah. How old are you going to be? Uh, 30 for the seventh time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I will give you. Um, I'll try to think of a, a backhanded compliment for you to share tomorrow on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know if I can do one that's up to your standards, though. <laughs> well, any effort is is still adorable. I'll try. I'll think but about it. Blonde included me in her uh, her birthday tweet, and oh yeah, after about I saw that. Fifty notifications that that got me pretty pissed. Ah, okay. <laughs> I figured it would. I'm so, like, yeah. What did so what did you say? Something. Really well. Some. I appreciate you all. Accept Jay Fry. Is that what you said? I said. I said, thank you all for the birthday wishes. I love you all, except for Jay Fry. Oh, okay. And like yeah. 50 likes came in over the course of two hours. 
my sister the other day was like, what's up with this J Fry guy? Why are you always <laughs> hating on J Fry? I'm like, I don't know. He's like the troll that won his way into my heart by being really, really I, mean. I don't even know where J Fry came from. As far as I'm concerned, he was just always here. Yeah, you have always yeah. kind of been I just, here. I don't remember. You? I don't remember like when J, I don't remember the rise of J Fry. Yeah. yeah. Me either. <laughs> All right. I am out of here. Take C care. Catch guys. you later. Yeah. Should we uh, should we take a break or should we keep going? Nope, we got we a lot to going. get through. Okay, we got a lot to get through. So Steven's up next. I'm going to try to move along here. Steven Suarez? Yeah, the one, the only. Steven, what's up, man? Hello. How are hey. you guys tonight? Doing Good. all right. Hi. Um, I sent you guys a super chat who knows how long ago, but I was asking y'all if y'all knew that Ann Coulter was in a movie with, well, <laughs> she didn't work with him, but uh, Anthony Weiner was also in the movie. No way. Was it Anthony Weiner's documentary? No. Well, I, I didn't watch that, so I can't say oh, whether it was Oh, it's great. You in... should watch it. You should watch it. Okay. Well, um, but it wasn't a documentary. It was a Hollywood movie, and they were—they only had cameos in the movie, you know, or maybe like, Ann Coulter was actually in it for like maybe five minutes or so, and huh. she wasn't just playing as themselves herself. or what? Oh, she wasn't playing herself. No, she was playing the vice president. Oh wow! I like it. Yeah, what I want to see it now. <laughs> uh, but guess who was the president in the movie? <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Uh, no. Is it a well-known actor? Uh, it's not an actor that played the so, president in the movie. Okay, so maybe it's another like politician or political figure. Um, uh, how about Bill Maher? Like Anne and Bill Maher are really close. And have banged. I presumably, yeah. That's got to be the weirdest. Oh God, I just, no. I just... Is Bill Maher Steve... on IMDb as an actor playing somebody other than himself? Uh, he's had. He was in like um. Seth MacFarlane's Western comedy, and he was in. Really? Yeah, I forget what the name of that movie was. I've seen well, him in a few. Don't keep us in suspense, Mr. Yeah, Suarez. tell, tell us who I the president know. was. Tell us. <laughs> okay, well, for, okay. First of all, the actor that played the president was Mark Cuban. Oh, okay. Oh, I never would have guessed that. He's not very presidential. I can never figure out Mark Cuban's politics. Like half the time he goes like full blown tax the rich a hundred percent, and half the time he's like full libertarian. Seems yeah. like every time I hear him, he's saying something that contradicts something I just heard him say a few days ago. Huh. I don't know. Well, I don't, if Vaughn wants to see the movie, it is the third Sharknado movie. Oh god. Oh no way. I, <laughs> I'm definitely not going to see that. I think I watched the second one. Isn't that the one where the Home Alone dad was in it? I can't keep up with them. There's five of those movies, and I think I only watched... Uh, I think I watched the first one, and I watched the third one because she was in it, but each of them are... They have a lot of, like, C to, to E-list celebrities. E-list <laughs> celebrities. That's grim. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know that. I'll have to check it out. I'll look into it. Well, you right. know, if you go on if you go on Ann Coulter's Facebook page, she may still have a video clip from her appearance <laughs> in Sharknado. That's not a character for her. The, that is interesting enough for me to get to uh, to interest me in uh, checking it out. I guess. Yeah. Now that I, I did not know that, so. All right. Uh, any closing thoughts for you, Mr. Suarez? Uh, do you want to do you want me to send you a link to the video? Sure, if you want to. Yeah, just send me a DM on Twitter or email it to me. 
You blonde? Uh, Matt will send it to me. All righty. Thank Thanks, you, Mr. Suarez. Have a good night. Bye. Okay. Keep going with we the callers. Should, take we a break. should uh, pop out some of these. Some okay. of these super chats. Um, Moesen Roth said female mud wrestling. I don't say that. Question mark or just statement? Two exclamation points. Okay. All right. Well, then I'm, that's not asking <laughs> for my opinion. All right. He's just telling <laughs> us he likes female mud wrestling. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Patrick Harrigan, shout out um, to Yoda from SoCal. Oh, Yoda Economics from SoCal. Yeah, yeah. Callie has institutional protection for his dad's pension. We're more likely to sell off parks and land. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you for the donation, Patrick. Um, and then friend of the show based mama, the point of Star Trek diversity was that it is about who you are, not what you are. That was the point. I would agree to this, but what you are is really important to a multitude of alien cultures. It's, it's central to Klingons. I'll stop. But identitarian star, identitarian Trekkie politics. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. only the Federation that doesn't care about who people are. See, see the parallels, people? Come on. Well, I think what you are is much more relevant a question when you're talking about species. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm an identitarian when it comes to species, okay? I'm not like, I don't believe in equal rights for dogs or, like, <laughs> or any of that oh. crap. All right. Um, Blaze Nimmin said, no offense from the Chad version joke. It was mostly a shit post about how much content Stick puts out due to his style. Keep up the good work. Oh. Sticks does put out just a fuckload of content, like three videos a day. Yeah, six I kind of I kind of listen to it almost like podcast style. So uh forgive my forgive my GFY comment earlier. But hey, <laughs> we both I gave take, you the, the, the I take the, it at face theory. value. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, bro. No, um, sorry. I, I can comment to that a little bit more. Like, I Sticks is very good at what he does, which is similar to the podcast format, which is like, I'm going to take this topic and go. And and that's kind yeah. of how I consume his material is very podcasty. I like to listen to it in sequence, even. Yeah, so do I. But Matt and I have also found this balance where we do we do four hours of live shows a week, and so that's why your videos are scripted usually, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mine are totally scripted. I used to do them off the cuff, but now I'm like, you know, I'm going to take the time on my channel to say exactly precisely what I want to say. And then I'll use the live time to, you know, to do yeah. this. this it's basically like writing a mini article and then producing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to think yeah. of it. It's video essays. That's what I do on my channel. Yeah, yeah. So. I could produce a lot more content if I didn't do that, but I don't want to. So, and then that's not right. Said I was homeschooled until my teacher was arrested for having sex with students. <laughs> oh boy, jeez. Okay, I had to think about that for jeez. a second, but then yeah. You do. Um, <laughs> and a few more. Segrims Jin said you should talk to Thoughts and Blogs. He has insight on the new tax proposal. Hashtag CPA. And then one more. Five Hamilton said, "Hope you had a great B day, blonde. How'd you celebrate? I shared the day and went to dinner." Matt might know of the place Copper. You know that place? Oh, yeah. So right. apparently this person's from around here or is in town. Copper's a, is a, like a whiskey bar uh, downtown oh, here. Well, happy yeah. birthday. Um, no, Although I, just I will say this about Copper. Day. Here's what's bullshit about Copper. You go. To, I, I like fried pickles. You like fried pickles? Oh, yeah. You, okay, it's got to be pickle chips. Copper gives you fried pickles and they're spears, and it's just way too much pickle. It's bullshit. No, no you got to get the fry. They should yeah, chop it's, it up in a little pieces then. Yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, 
the fried pickles are whole. Well, they're not whole, but it's like a quarter of a pickle fried. It's too much. Too much pickle. Yeah. Um, all right, we're good to go. Okay. We got at least seven more callers to get through and about 40 minutes to work with here. So I'm going to have to move people along. All right. But I've been saying that this whole time and doing it with limited success. So. <laughs> uh, Garrett Costello is up next. Garrett, you're good to go if you're ready. Hello. What's on your mind? Calling back to annoy the chat some more with more sign language stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I, I kid. I'm no sign language today. Um, I know you want to hustle along, but um, I do have like a quick story. Sure. Um, of course, you probably know all about the uh, Confederate flag and uh, Confederate statue hysteria that was going on recently. Yeah, it seems like it kind of died out. Like nobody cares. And now it's all about the yeah. kneeling. Yeah. Yeah. Before the kneeling came in. Uh, well, that kind of bled into my personal life a little bit recently. Okay. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. So um, amongst all my friends, we're all kind of pretty the same politically, but I do have a couple staunch, starch, like liberal friends who are like, you know, I'd like you, but your Facebook feed gives me cancer. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I have and, no shortage of that. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, one of those friends, he was looking for a job. So one of my other friends who's kind of like me, more independent, central, she, one of her family members owns a business that, you know, had the, that was him in the career that he was looking for. So she got him an interview. But this thing is that her family is very Southern. So he walks in and he's greeted with a Confederate flag on the wall. Mm -hmm. Instantly triggered and leaves. <laughs> and later on, they get into an argument and it basically culminates with uh, my liberal friend yelling, oh, so I guess you and your family support the Nazis then. Uh, huh. And that was just... Ugh. I mean, it's one thing to hear about this stuff, you know, going on like on the internet stuff, but when it like affect infects your friends and your personal life, it gets all more. Yeah, Ugh. it was really hard to keep this shit out of my personal relationships and this year. Like everybody just wanted to talk about politics all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to say that it doesn't matter to me, but like when I when I am I, I used to have Facebook and I would just see like the stupid crap that people that I grew up with my entire life that they were posting. I'm like, how did you all end up just being fucking Marxists? And then I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> like every loose acquaintance I had done. Oh, <sighs> Facebook does news aggregation, and that's about it for me. <laughs> Everybody's been muted. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, yeah. most people, a lot of people. Well, a part of me wonders if he would have had the same reaction to seeing a hammer and sickle flag up there because you know how the left seems to really love the communists. You know they wouldn't. They He wouldn't have had the same reaction. Or she. Well, it's because communism has never been tried the right way. But maybe the yeah. same with um, maybe the same with uh, with slavery in the Confederacy. Like it just it was it just wasn't implemented <laughs> properly. <clears throat> like if we. There were we some just good did ideas, right? You know, right? Like there were some good <laughs> ideas that just weren't quite done right. Now, I'm not to be clear. I'm not saying the Confederate flag is synonymous with slavery. It's more complex than that. But uh, that was, and I, I, how many people do you know who actually fly or or display the Confederate flag as an homage to slavery? It's I understand why just it's controversial, pride. but yeah, I, I I don't know anyone who's actually like yes slavery and that's why i display this flag Agreed. it seems to be a com like i don't know if completion is the right word but i mean like people just see the confederate flag and instantly think like nazi flag automatically where it's like i mean when you see a nazi flag automatically 
you know what that's about. But with the Confederate flag, like you said, it's more complex. I mean, yes, there probably are some people out there who, you know, slavery, but then you have other people to see it as, you know, just Southern heritage, Southern pride, nothing more. Yep. Hmm. All right. Well, thanks for the thoughts. And uh, hopefully you find some friends who are <laughs> more balanced in their perspective and don't get enraged by other people's home decor. Yeah. Most of my friends are like me, you know, centrist, independence, you know, the politically homeless, as you would probably say. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for the story and have a good night. Bye. Protein bars up next. Protein bar, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, how's it going? Hey. All right. What's on your mind? Uh, so I'm going to be talking a little bit about cringe. Um, okay. We love that's cringe. It's like, show. yeah, it's my favorite do. thing to talk about, maybe. I don't know if it's been brought up at all about uh, American Horror Story and the current season that's going on. I heard it's terrible. Haven't watched any of it, but people have been asking me to review it after I did my mother review. It's really pissing people off. Isn't there some Trump? It's... I've never seen the show, but isn't there some Trump yeah. element in it now or something? It literally revolves around the election. Okay. So essentially, so like the first episode I watched, it, it I cringed my spine through like the couch. <laughs> well, then if you listen to this show, you probably have a, a high tolerance for cringe, I would yeah. assume. Normally. Uh, yeah. I just didn't expect it to be at this level. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, not spoiling too much. There's a, there's a. Isn't Lena a, Dunham uh, in the Caesar being... series too? Sorry. Oh God, you. deal breaker. It's over. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I don't even know. Um. But it's a lesbian couple who adopted a son or had a son uh, in vitro. Either way, mm -hmm. um, and they're both very, very left. And one of the like joking points, I guess, in the first episode is that one of the wives voted for Jill Stein instead of Hillary, and she's constantly given grief about it. But uh... the show almost. So my wife has been a this fan of like American Horror Story since it, the early days, mm -hmm. and that's the only reason it's even being watched. And I got to say, I feel like it's coming kind of like to a Poe because in the last episode, they it seems like they're also starting to kind of make fun of the left, too, and that okay. their neighbors accused them of being racist and told them and gave them coupons to Taco Bell and told them it was cultural appropriation. <laughs> What's scary about this this season, though? Um, I mean, it's the one of the the one of the wives has like hallucinations of clowns and like she gets triggered by people talking about Trump and one of the, one of them happens in a supermarket and suddenly she starts seeing clowns having sex and then they and so the, kill her. And in the show, it's literally Trump. It's not even like some, yes. some symbolic stand in. It's actually Donald Trump. It's actually Donald Trump. Oh, that's okay. so stupid. Uh, oh my God. I hope this show, I hope nobody watches it anymore. I remember <laughs> really liking the first season, like finding that it like was very frightening, really tapped into some scary shit. And then I tried watching the subsequent seasons and I was like, this is just ridiculous. Huh. And now it's just her friend comes over and they kind of hate watch it together. Oh, um, but what, I, I'm, what's I'm your wife's opinion though, as a, as a long time viewer, does she, is she as irritated with this as you are? Um, not as much as I am. She's irritated because of like what Bond said, the show used to have like a really good format and now it's okay. just shit. So even the politics or, aside, it yeah. just sucks beyond that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Lena Dunham I, is I, I in this like, season. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not watching um, that. It no does chance. seem like they uh, they are also making fun of the left a little. Also, the the high liberal family winds up getting a gun, and she goes on a rant about the government monitoring things, and it's just 
I I'm not sure what to make of this anymore. Right. It's yeah, like cringe from every angle. All right. Well, thanks for catching us up on that. We'll have to we'll yeah. have to let you go there. Thanks but thank you for the also, thoughts. Also, totally have Base Mama come on the show sometime. We've had her. We've had her call in before. I I, I don't think it's going to happen tonight because yes. um because we just had so many. We got um I don't know <laughs> we got a lot of calls to get to to be honest, um but yeah no we we, we base mom has been I don't know I mean she's like Jay Fry she's always been around yeah. I love base mama she's way nicer than Jay Fry Throw yeah but she's me. nice yeah I shouldn't make that comparison I only make that comparison in that she's been around for a while not in temperament or in talent or in beauty <laughs> or in <laughs> any other any other criteria all right. All right, have a good night, guys. Have a good Bye. Night. Uh, okay, next up, should we keep going or should we take a break? We should keep going. Now? Okay. Uh, Miss Malevolent's up next. Ayo. I love Miss Malevolent. I, I'm Miss Malevolent. Are you good to go? Yeah. Hi. How are you? Hey. What's on your mind? Well, first, I uh, want to say happy belated to you, Blonde, and happy thank you, birthday. Thank you. Thanks. Um, I wrote out my stuff because I know you're stressed for time, so I didn't want to meander so, or whatever. So prepared. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I'd like to say, uh, well, actually, second of all, uh, I indulged in some delicious cultural appropriation. I just had okay. some sushi. Oh, Sushi yeah. was delicious and wonderful. Um, number one, I disagree with, you know, I've been listening to the show. Uh, I disagree with you, Blonde, as far as there are no female sports that are inter- more entertaining than male sports. Oh. I said gymnastics um, and figure skating, to be fair. <laughs> I, think, I don't care about those. Female tennis is better. Female oh, tennis is better. Yeah. I I've yeah, watched some female tennis. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that one definitely. And I think that guy in the super chat, he was talking about female mud wrestling. Oh, oh yeah, good call. That, good call. Yeah, 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 that was the context. That Thank you. I pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> insert, <laughs> insert that black guy pointing at his head. Yeah. You know, yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, so number- <laughs> number the, the two. meme we've all seen yeah yeah <laughs> number two the uh as far as the nfl players um you know the things they're not kneeling for spousal abuse infidelity rape <laughs> murder you know their wives are more likely to be killed by them than they are by any racist cops yeah what else um, dog fighting what else is the yeah, don't forget adrian peterson's kneel- child beating that's a good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. More to the point, go kneel outside uh, the uh, police stations if you really believe about police brutality. Yeah. But honestly, they should be kneeling for a heck of a lot more than just to spite Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, three, I keep pushing this, and I know it's going to happen, but along with red uh, pill black, um, I also want you to try and get 1791L on your oh, yeah. show. I don't know. Oh, them. yeah. Who is that person? I, I'm subscribed and like I catch their videos every once in a while, but I don't think it's clear. Oh. 
this la- no, he's been he's shown his face once or twice. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, he has that whole Twilight Zone esque type of uh, modulation to his voice. I really like it. I'm sure he's got this last thing he did about uh, comedians, late night comedians, and politics and the meshing of that was spot on. And I don't know if you watched it, but check your subscription feed and. Watch. Yeah, I'll look into that. And I've been trying to get Red Pill Black on the show. Like as soon as I discovered her, I. DM'd her, got her phone number and everything, and then she I knew she was going to blow up. And then I saw her on Fox News like three days ago, and I was like, well, we're never going to come on the show now. <laughs> it's gone. You're like, hot dang it. I know. I was so close. I would have gotten her too if it wasn't for my stupid vacation. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll calm down. Maybe it'll calm down and she can show yeah. up some time. No, that, that broad is on an upward trajectory with no limit. I'm she doesn't have right her own now. Fox show yet. She, she's that's where she's <laughs> headed. I, she's got the stuff. I yeah. she just does. Yeah. She's smoking hot, well spoken. You know, she's got like a really good backstory. She's going there. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, last couple of points. Uh, you know the whole uh, the Star Trek first black whatever, and I'm, I'm just like, you know, Cisco was a black captain of Deep Space Nine, and I just feel like. Somebody should have put up there like Spence uh, or Cisco? something or whatever. Is Cisco yeah, the mu- sure. is Cisco the musical guy named after that? Like the thong song guy? Is he no, the uh, namesake know. of What's Cisco? His name Cisco? Yeah, the thong song guy's yeah. named Cisco. S I S Q O, I think. I think I think he spelled his with a C, and I think Captain Cisco was with the S. But I'm not sure. No, Cisco, Cisco oh with a C is like the food service. Cisco with a Q is the thong song guy. <laughs> oh yeah, he had a Q. Yeah, yeah. and, and Q, the O yeah. has an accent over it. So I guess if it's Spanish, it's like <laughs> Cisco, Cisco. Even though that wouldn't work. Right? Um, He's only five uh, four. Yeah, he's he's a little pocket rocket. Yeah. Um, I would like to say real quick that the Kingsman Golden Circle was pretty good. You all should go see it to huh. the audience. It actually lived up to the previous one, The Secret Service, and I was pleasantly surprised. And last but not least, my last point, and then you can move on, is I'm fine with all this kneeling and all this politicking on late night and the politics of uh, uh, American Horror Story. Because what's happening is it's driving people away in droves. And what's going to happen is it's all going to get burned to the ground. And then out of the ashes, a new phoenix will arise. And maybe we'll have some actual entertainment that comes back, that challenges people, that's actually funny, that is not fully politicized. And all of these other people can fly away like the ash that they yeah, are. Yeah, you're totally right. Maybe that's what so needs to happen. To the, yeah, burn it all to the ground. Let them implode. And then let something else come in its place to replace them. Yeah, you're Sounds right, Mr. Levelant. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Well, Thanks for the thoughts. Burn it to the ground. All right, have, guys. Thank you for listening to me. Have Bye. A good night. Talk Appreciate to you later. It.
Okay, we got uh, one, two, three, four, at least four calls to get through. We can take a break now or keep going through. Let's keep going. Okay. We're not doing uh, great tonight. Stan's up next. Ayo. Hold on. Too early. I got to get him in here first. Stan, you're good to go. Good evening. Good evening, Matt. Good evening, Matt. Uh, Matt, thanks for that. Uh, for doing once again more research into the dumpster shit fire that's evergreen. <laughs> um, you are a better man than I. <laughs> so yeah, we don't have the, to, the Wall Street yeah. Journal actually to. was the ones who did the digging on that. Oh, I still want to see the emails. I'd like to see them, but um... yeah, you know, the one thing I, I will say, you know, about because I was surprised about the lack, you know, the. The, the small drop in enrollment, but I think Blonde had even mentioned previously, you know, that school, especially for in-state is kind of a last resort. And this shit all happened, I think fairly late. So people really didn't have options to probably find another school. Yeah. yeah so, Cause it got really bad, like late May and June, you know, you're, you're yeah, probably and, kind and, of locked in it, maybe not locked in, but you've kind of made plans well, at that point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like, I mean, you know, even just, you know, Mizzou or something. It's like if you're going to Mizzou, chances are you have other options because it's got Yeah, there higher, are other shitty state schools yeah, that you probably go you know, whereas to, it's ASU. Like, <laughs> it, you know, whereas Evergreen is probably like, okay, well, shit, if I don't get into any of these three, I got Evergreen. So, you know. Yeah, I, but I, my point, my original point about that was that if you have to go to a school like that, your degree is probably not going to be worthwhile. Anymore. Right. I, I would just say that, wait, maybe not the spring, but maybe next fall, I think we'll right. see a yeah. bigger drop. You know, yeah. once once people have a, you know, I mean, the big drop was in their out of state. And, and that's where a lot of the money is because people aren't coming to stay on campus, you yeah. know, so, so that really re affected them. Um, a quick story. Oh, and by the way, yeah, blonde, thanks for being born 30 years ago too. Thanks. Uh, happy birthday. All that shit. <laughs> shout out to um, blonde's mom and dad. Shout out to blonde's mom and dad. Yeah. It's a quality um, conception right there. Good work. Yeah, absolutely. You can feel the heartfelt, you know, love yeah. that I have for your birthday. So happy birthday. <laughs> let's, let's, let's move the shit on here. Um, <laughs> so it, it's, it's a, a brief football story, but so I'm, I'm, I'm having dinner Sunday night at, uh, at Texas Roadhouse and I sit uh -huh. at the bar and, and I'm looking and there's these two older guys, probably mid sixties, both with, you know, their bud lights and I'm and looking and they're like looking from TV to TV at, and what I'm thinking, like just looking at the joy they're having. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of them had an American flag on his hat. So I'm like, okay, these guys clearly have no idea about all this other shit. And all I'm thinking is, you know, this is what football should mean to people. It's yeah. just this look, you know, look at these things, look at these things and not having it, you know, I almost want to say, so what do you think about them disrespecting my big, I don't want to ruin the good time they were yeah. having. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like just two old dudes bonding over a beer and a football I, game, I, just like it should be. And they were just like in heaven, just let, you know, just like, Hey, look at this one. I mean, I'm like, I was jealous because I'm like, you know, when I was growing up, that's what football meant to me. Not yeah. this bullshit. And, you know, it just I just sat there and I'm like, I mean, first of all, I thought, like, first of all, Blonde would shame you for the two of you drinking Bud Light. I'm like, Coors Light is a step up from, you know, from from Bud Light. But I'm just like, I'm it's like, only because of their uh, Amy Schumer ad campaign. Absolutely. And, and uh, it's a yeah, St. Louis Seth company. Rogan. I have lots of reasons to hate Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just, you know, I just looked at them and I'm like, uh, you know, 
it's almost the ignorance is bliss, you know, not yeah. knowing all of this other shit. And they were enjoying the football just for the football. Oh, and, yeah. you know, and of course, I don't know, Matt, did you hear that that Steeler guy who actually did go, he had to apologize. Yeah. Did you hear that blonde? Remember we highlighted the one Steeler army captain. Oh yeah. Guy. He came out and he was like, I didn't mean to set myself apart from my team yeah. members. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, like, come on, dude, I we made were the loving coach on you. look bad. And it's like, Dude, you are a, an army vet honoring your flag and country. I don't exactly. give a shit what the context is. Nobody gets to make you feel bad for that. It was kind I, of I, an auto Wormier apology, too, because he was like, I'm sorry for disgracing my team. And yeah. it was like days yeah. after and stuff. He's, I kind of feel like he got pushed into doing that. It was yeah. jersey oh, totally. sales skyrocketed, too, to the like top handful of oh, jerseys, jerseys yeah. in the NFL. He shouldn't have apologized. How hard is it no. for people, no matter what they did, to be like, look at me. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Right. I have no apology to issue. Get fucked. Like, just do it. Somebody and, do that, please. You know, and, and their big thing is, well, you know, we're doing this. You know, we need to stand up and you need to respect your team. How about someone fucking respect what this guy did? You yeah. Know, he was in the he, he, three terms. How about one of you come and stand with him and not make him look like a, well, I mean, ends up looking like a hero. But it's just, it was that that apology was the most unneeded apology oh i know uh, yeah it actually pissed me off to even listen yeah but again he's an old lineman you know he doesn't want to be put this shit you know he's like let me just block and do my thing but yeah yeah, he shouldn't have apologized but yeah yeah. seriously why did he why did he do that i mean he must have gotten strong-armed into it oh absolutely absolutely strong-armed i mean his coach even said i was kind of immediately after i was you know i was kind of disappointed we made a team decision how about you just piss off you know, let the guy respect his, his flag and his country. But uh, anyway, yeah. a couple people last shoulders doing really good. I actually can move it and do things again. So you know, good. thank you. No, so no you vid- didn't have to get surgery. They just like, no, thank no God. Video. Thank God. And no, there's no video. It was actually, what am I going to do for surprise cringe this week? It, it was actually in the, in the forums. No, no, you know, no one can watch no camera recordings. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. I've got a lot of friends that are going to be disappointed. So I, I will drop it there. Thank you. But seriously, Bon, happy birthday. I love you. Oh, thank you. Um, absolutely. Have a good night guys. Have a good night. Thanks Dan. Okay. Decoy is up next. Uh, or maybe decoy had to take off. Do you see a decoy anywhere here in the, I don't know. I never look at Discord. I don't see. Oh, I don't see anything. Yeah, I think Decoy might have had to take off. Um, Yoda Economics is going to be next then. If he's still around. Yeah, he is. You there? You're good to go, Yoda Economics, if you are. Oh, I know we had some mic issues before, so we might have some mic troubles. Why is my dog freaking out downstairs? I don't know. <laughs> let's let's let him hang out and we'll see if he can get his mic going. There were a couple of questions left over from Sunday's super chat, or do we have super chats to take care of right now? We should do that if we're sure. Let's do this shit. Let's see who was the last one. Um, pillow trawa pillow. I don't know. I don't know. Um, any thoughts on, on the commie openly posting from West point? Oh my God. That pissed me off so much. I hope that little piece of shit gets kicked out of West point. I mean, that's gotta be grounds to getting kicked out of West point for people that don't know this filthy commie bastard at West point took like a secret picture 
where in his inside his West Point hat at his graduation, it said like communism, like communism will, win. will win. Yeah. And then he opened his shirt and he had a Che shirt on. So yeah. So yeah, I, that I, happened. When I first West saw it, I thought it was like some troll or some some. So did I, and then I looked into it, and it's like, nope, that shit's true. He's an army ranger. Which is weird. I kind of want to. I should read more about him because it seems strange to me that you would. If he loves communism, presumably he has some sort of dislike for our system or distaste. Why for would our you system. go to West Point so, then, you stupid piece of shit? Yeah, I guess it's. Do you is his only reason for serving that he wants the adventure or the the achievement? Like, I, I, no I just communists. <laughs> I I'm just I I should re- he probably explained it. I just like to know what his reason is behind serving. Like, why would you want to serve a system that you presumably dislike? Maybe he did it all in pursuit of this single troll. Maybe. I mean, it's gotten so much buzz. Yeah. Um, let's see. We talked about the tax proposal. Steven Suarez. Uh, Jay Fry is hilarious, and I also love him in a non-faggy way. You and me both, <laughs> brother. You and me both. Thank you for that, Steven Suarez. James Lehman said, is there a point you get burned out on all politics and weekly outrage? I'm just feeling tired after free speech week and the NFL nonsense. Yeah, bro, all the time, all the time. Skag takes off Saturdays so that he can recharge his brain from the week. Yeah, but I still like it. I mean, I I love doing this. I love what I so do. So do I. I mean, so. I only feel really, ex- the last time I felt truly exhausted by things of a political nature w- w- was the first time that you showed me Lactatia. <laughs> After that, I was like, I just don't care what happens to politics, society, culture. I just, whatever, I'm out. I'm out. I, yeah. <laughs> Well, and it seems like um, the, the reception to Lactatia is only improving. Like, people are only liking her more and more, which is kind of blows my mind. I, no I, well, I, I should phrase that people. strangely. Like, the reception to her is getting positive. I have nothing, again, I don't have issue with the child. I have issue with the adults and their behavior with this child. We shouldn't be calling this little boy her either. Well, that's, I, I don't even think about it. That's the thing. Is I know, I, just, I know, but that's our own problem. We need to be yeah. calling him him. It's a little boy. Let him be a little boy. Yeah. Jeez. Um, then we have David Howard gave us $11.07 and said, because I'm an asshole, love you, fags. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, a big donation from Steven Suarez. Thank you so much. Matt has a case of that nasty beer. Blondes have a case of whatever that was that you were drinking on another episode way back. Um, I'm not a drinker, so it must have been some kind of. It oh, like... it was my weed juice. I forgot about that. Weed juice? Yeah, I used to get this like this little juice, you know, like lemonade that it's was got just THC packed in it, with weed. Okay. So much THC, and sometimes right. I drink it at the end of the show. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, thank you for that, Stephen. The last one for right now is Dev Pav. A dollar in the college fund of each of Blonde's beautiful white babies. Love you, Blonde. And he gave us seven dollars. <laughs> no, I'm like. I'll be lucky if I get that third one in. My fiance wants to have two, so it's, it's going to be maxed out at three. Sorry to disappoint you. Sorry to disappoint you, but we're good for now on Super Chats. Well, so we only have – I'm letting Yoda sit in to see if his mic will, ch- will will work. I don't know what's going on there. So we only have the leftover Super Chat questions from Sunday and then tonight's Super Chat. Oh, cool. So okay, normally I normally I try to get to non-patron callers, guys. Tonight I just uh, – you know, the uh, – Got more callers than I can manage. I'm really sorry. Um, But uh, we appreciate everybody and your patience. Again, if you want to contribute to the show, but you're having trouble, definitely we'll take your email. Definitely we'll take a recorded message on YouTube, play play it and respond to it on the show, doing what we can and appreciate everybody's patience. Did you have more or you're you're done? 
let's do it. Uh, we only have like a few more, but I want to do it at the end of the show so we can okay. capture. Well, them. okay. So we'll read the couple left over from uh, Brian Gaston on Sunday cool. that we really didn't get to get They're They're kind of deeper questions. We didn't really get to give deep answers to. Um, do you think that the movement towards truth will mean more or make greater strides when more ex liberals come out against SJW bullshit? But that's a question that's kind of tough for me to follow. I mean, the obvious I answer, I think, has got to be yes. Of course, it's going to help. I mean, can I offer the only cautionary pushback here and just say that it's your job? Well, I just the, the, I definitely believe these things operate on pendulums. And so I definitely don't want to. I don't know if there's an intentional premise here that truth uh, truth is like is the exclusive property of conservatives, libertarians, the right, or whatever. Like we definitely all have our bubbles, okay? And there's no reason to suppose that the repellent cultural bubble that exists on the left couldn't come back to the right in the future. Yeah. And I don't know that any one—I don't think there's any one ideology that has a, a, an exclusive ownership of truth. I just think that the truth tends to maybe hang out. I think the truth stays in the same place, but these ideologies kind of do a different dance around it. You know, sometimes yeah. your the ideological relationship to the truth changes over time. And I think the left now That's is profound. Quite, That's a good idea. You should make a video is, about that. Uh, this is this is pseudo philosophical bullshit that I'm just saying on the no, spot. That's, that's true. People, it's the the truth always stays the same, but people's relationship to the truth and culturally that changes. That's definitely true. Yeah. So, uh, when when more ex liberals come out against SJW bullshit in the immediate future, sure. I just I caution against the premise. Uh, I'm a little bit wary of the premise that he's presenting. Yeah. There's no reason yeah, to suppose right that won't flip in the future. Too. Um, okay. you know, like remember when conservatives actually were kind of these, these crazy Christians that wanted to control your daily activities. I mean, I mean, the right no, yeah. has a stereotype of, of, you know, about that, but, um, there's definitely some truth to it. Sure. Then he also said, what do you think will be the turning point that makes the left realize shaming tactics don't work? <laughs> I could guess your answer on this maybe, but I'd, I'd be curious to see I what mean, you say. I'm seeing so much doubling down. It seems to be that the left will only come around and admit that they have not been totally forthright about what's going on, especially in media, when they are obviously going to be held accountable. Like they'll only do it when they are stuck in, in a bind. Like this Berkeley shit's a perfect example. They only start talking about how Antifa is violent when it became apparent to every single person that Antifa is violent. And then they were like, fucking fine. So whatever makes every single other person see the truth, that's hmm. when the left will be like, uh, okay. I thought you were going to say that shaming tactics do work. You're always the pro shame person. Oh yeah. That is part of this question. Shaming tactics definitely work. Yeah. I mean, there's there's that's undeniable, but I think he's talking about like, leftist shaming tactics like calling us racist which is becoming yeah, increasingly yeah. worthless to your point on shaming because whenever i hear it i'm like ah i don't know it's one of those you're always so blunt with your words and then they they make me like they always make me take a step back because because i'm kind of shocked at the start and then i think about it and i'm like yeah but it's kind of true i can't really say why that's wrong um and shame it, like shaming and the value of shame is one of those topics I don't necessarily like the concept, but then I think about it. it to the extent that we have societal problems or cultural problems, 
shame is a much better solution than law generally speaking yeah definitely because you know you can change social norms um and it's not ingrained in your legal system i mean it's the best way to illustrate this is when you think about single motherhood it used to be something that was so deeply shameful for women that it would control their sexual behavior um and now you know single mothers everybody acts like they're so they're exalted People shout act your like abortion yeah, they're so fucking you don't brave. Even, you blah, don't even blah. have to be a single mother. You get shamed and by they the get shout your abortion funded. people for not getting yeah, an abortion. Yeah. Uh, these people <laughs> used to be, society used to control women and now they're fucking rogue. They're totally crazy, gone out of control. So I think shame has an important social function mm. that we are not properly we, utilizing. That's true. We did get one more patron. Uh, Ace and Fire showed up, so I'll pull him in and he can chime in. Yoda, if you're able to hear us, you're welcome to to uh, chime in if you can get your mic going. But uh, Ace and Fire, or Ice and Fire, I suppose you pronounce it. Yep. What's up, man? Uh, nothing much. Just finished writing a paper. So. Oh, about thought what? thought I'd pop in here. Oh, uh, on the first couple chapters of uh, Machiavelli's The Prince. Oh, that's a great book. Yeah. I got a copy of it right back there, actually. Yep, yeah. right in college. Yeah, it's better so it's to be feared than loved. Are you taking like a political philosophy class or a general philosophy uh, yeah. class? Yeah, intro to political philosophy. Okay, right. cool. Professor's actually cool. You'd like him, Matt. He's very much kind of leaned towards where you are politically. Cool. You mean right in the center? Just right, <laughs> just, right just, in the center. I am right I in the center, pretty far down. <laughs> just that, down. that sounds pretty appropriate. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm surprised. A lot of people in my... Uh, in my political science department, very right wing. Mm. More than I thought there'd be. It's it's very, Good. very surprising and awesome. And the department head is actually like pretty much a a, a libertarian. Huh. Are you uh, are you planning on pursuing a political science major or uh yeah, that's what I'm doing program? right now. And okay. then law school hopefully. Ooh, you're on the trajectory that I was on until I quit dreaming of law school. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm looking to see if that's what happens to me. Yeah, it might. It might. So Matt, actually, kind of funnels into my question: sure. What made you choose not to do law school? Because we've actually talked about this on Twitter before, and I, yeah, I want to hear. I, I was just referencing this a little bit earlier in the show uh, because uh, there was a conversation I had with an advisor, uh, and I did take the LSAT, um, and I didn't treat it seriously enough, and I didn't do particularly well on the LSAT. But that's not why I didn't go. I I spoke with um my advisor who is a law school graduate. Um, and he was asking me, why do you want to go to law school? And all my answers were like, I have a philosophical interest in this stuff. You know, I have, I want to learn about, like I have an intellectual interest in the law, but, but he's saying, no, no, he, you, this is, this is, you do this for a practical purpose. You don't go to dental school because you have a philosophical interest in teeth. You know, it's just, yeah. it's not smart to do that. So it's, so he kind of, I wouldn't say that he persuaded me against it. He just made clear to me that you need to go for the right reasons and it was very clear to me that I didn't want to be a lawyer uh, because that, that would just, advice. it's just, a, it, I, that's a, that's a high stress life that I don't want to live. Yeah. And you'd be $200,000 in debt and you probably wouldn't have gotten a job when we graduated. So that yeah, was excellent yeah. advice by your professor. professor. So, so professor, it's that time of night. <laughs> well, I was thinking professorial for something. Yeah. <laughs> My brain doesn't uh, yeah. work two hours into the show. So, so I do think it was good advice because I do think I wanted to go to law school for the wrong reasons and maybe I'll do it in the future. Maybe sometime in my life, maybe I'll make, maybe I'll make a hundred thousand super chat dollars and I can blow it all on a, a law school education for a philosophical 
for philosophical enjoyment. But what, do you think you want to be a lawyer or do you think you want a legal career? I, I don't know. That's the thing. Honestly, what I want to do, I want to get involved in uh, congressional offices, whether it be, you know, as a staffer or as a, as, you know, an elected official. Because I want to, obviously, if if people don't realize enough, I'm aggressively and uh, shamelessly libertarian. Yeah. And to the point where people are cringed at some time, a lot of times. But um, basically, I want to help promote liberty, and I essentially want to do stuff like that. But I feel like going to law school would be a useful avenue for getting a very versatile degree. Not That's a lot true. of people going to law school these days. And if I can mirror my performance on the ACT, which was a 32, Ooh, nice. I could probably go to Cornell. That might be yeah, worth you, it. If you can get into a prestigious school, which... for sure. Uh, I would say this, too. If you're um, – uh, I, I interned for a, for a senator when I was in college uh, and mm -hmm. al almost worked my way into a job there. But definitely if you want to work in congressional staff, scoop up those internships. That's true, but I bet there. I bet that having a poli sci undergraduate degree is not going to be enough for the high level internships, even. So I think law school probably is the. I hate to say this, but the only avenue if that's what you want to do. Most of those high, people are going to be high level interns. High level internships in a congressional office. What you that is? About? I mean, it's still bitch work, but it's a high level internship because the possibility for having a career out of it is pretty good if you do a good job. Yeah, Honestly, I mean, when I was in there, though, there weren't anybody. There wasn't anybody who was like who was already uh no that's not true there was one guy who was a grad student that's all i can remember from what i can tell a lot of the people who worked in the undergrad program at my school uh ended up going just from a poli sci degree straight into working actually as staffers for a lot of these uh congressional oh, nice. officials yeah oh you have people to bypass it then bypass law school yeah well the thing is there's a lot of us it's i'm not going to go into details about what university but you know it's a pretty large school it's in illinois because i'm from illinois which, by, by the way, it occurs to me, Blonde, did you take the ACT as well then? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, because they recently actually, they switched for the Midwest. Pretty much all of the Midwest is doing the SAT now. What? Yeah. Huh. Is it still on a 1,600-point scale? Why do I hear Jay Fry? I Sorry, I had know. to, I pulled Yoda in here, so I just, I think he's got some echo. Also, but, I think he's hearing me. Yeah, is his stream still on? So I'm going to have to wrap it up, uh, Isim, but um, if you can wrap up your thoughts, then we'll move on to Yoda. That's right. I'm just, thanks for your thoughts on this. This was actually sure. something I am very much interested in. Well, thank sure. you for following. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. Thanks for your time. Have a good night. So I'm going to have to wrap as well. Hey, Yoda, you're, you're in, man, and your mic's working, but I need you to mute the stream. I'm here, yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, can you mute the stream? Okay, okay here we go. All right, how's it going? I think we're good now. Got the mic. Got the mic all. Reboot my computer. Oh um, yeah, sweet. Did um, just wanted to um, um, say a few things about tonight's show. Okay. First of all, uh, Jay Fry brought up the uh, the show. It's called Comrade Detective. Yeah. And it it does have uh, Channing Tatum and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's voice dubbed over, and it's. It sets place in a um, in 1983 communist Romania, but what it is is it actually was filmed mod, uh, modern uh, in 2017. But uh. it's kind of a sh it's kind of a show that lampoons a show that's been um, uh, that's been dubbed over. It is actually very funny, but okay. but it's it's not an old show. That's just how they set up the premise. Ah, okay. gotcha. Yeah, but it, but I would suggest checking it out. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. 
Um, another show I'd suggest checking out is called a show. Uh, it's American Housewife. It's okay. a show that man, does it have that broad from Eastbound and Down in it? The the titties broad. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, April from Eastbound and Down. Who could forget the titties broad? What if I? <laughs> you know who I was talking about though. It's a great so, show. So, I really love that show. I like it too. Was it your brother in that show? No, I'm just kidding. I know my brother so, looks so much like that dude. <laughs> So um, what what it's about is um, these like poor people, they move to a really rich, uh, uh, liberal, blue-blooded Connecticut town so their Uh daughter can get with with, uh, some like OCD problems she has. And it lampoons like these rich, liberal people. It is so fucking hilarious. Okay, I'll watch it. Totally. I haven't seen a good TV show since like The Mick. When they, like, for example, when she's at a coffee shop, she goes to the coffee shop with her friends, and she asks for cream, and they says, we have soy whipped cream, and we have nut cream. He's like, I just want fucking cream. <laughs> it's just cream. Fucking hilarious. I love the show. Um, and then I know you have to go real quick. Um, in a movie called Tomcats, with, uh, where he played a Vegas mobster, uh, it from 2001. It was with Jerry O'Connell, Jake Busey, Shannon Elizabeth, uh, Horatio Sands, and Jamie Presley. Hmm. And basically, Jerry O'Connell um, made a bet with his friends that he'd get married last and Vegas with all of his friends. And he's trying to convince Jake Busey to get married so that he can collect the money to pay off Bill Maher's character. Ah, uh, okay. It's actually a pretty funny movie. I would check that out too. And um, lastly, Blonde, uh, when I went to military school, I lived in uh, Boonville. Or from Columbus. I, I almost said that's that way out in the boonies, isn't it? But yeah, yeah I guess. I guess <laughs> Boonville in the was, boonies. Yeah, yeah it was not far from Columbia. It was only, it was only like a 10-minute drive. But, but what yeah, is that I, other college town right next to Columbia? Um, oh, my God. I can't, I can't remember. I, I almost said it's Alton. I I left like, a, I don't know, eight years ago or something. I can't remember shit about any of the places I lived. I don't even know where Boonville is. Oh, yeah. It's it's right next to Columbia. But, you, you know, you you, uh, you blue-blooded, you rich liberals probably, <laughs> probably wouldn't know. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks, thanks for your patience. I'm glad we got the mic situation working. Just better next week, so. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, dude. Have a good night. Catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Hi. All right. Round out the uh, super Um, chat if we've got any left to to read out. We do. We do. Um, What was the last one? Oh, the beautiful white babies one. Uh, Gabriel Lopez said, Miss Sunday show felt like a faggot. Ah, so yeah, he is tonight. He is the faggot in in this one. Or you can say sorry. No, that's that's what I was saying. Oh, Gabriel Lopez is here, so I get to find out who is it. <laughs> Who's the packet? Yeah. yeah. Um, Nusantara Integralist said roaming was wrong on fascist broke the oath. I haven't watched that video of hers yet. Uh, fascist. Yeah, isn't that the one where she sort of broke down who is and is not? Uh, she talked about like Trump, and she talked about the alt right, and she talked about. Antifa, but what was she wrong about? What's the accusation that she was 
I don't know. I didn't see. He just said she's wrong on fascism and then she broke the oath. What's the oath? All right, I got it. I need to. I need to get fashy. I need to understand these references. I love Roaming Millennial though. Whatever she said, I'm fine with. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, uh, I Neo Twenty Four. <laughs> no note. Thank you very much for the donation Thanks. though. Um, then we have Frank Underwood. If you guys want to see Social Justice Warrior Free Horror TV, check out The Strain. It has clear anti-Social Justice Warrior messages. Okay, I've seen that. I don't really remember. I kind of fell off after a season or two, though. I was like, eh. Um, and then Frank Underwood again gave us a lot of Kroner. Thank you so much. What do you guys think of Roy Moore, the grassroots candidate winning over Trump and Doris Neocon, Luther yeah. Strange, and Alabama election? Also, happy birthday, blonde. Buy yourself something nice. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not super well versed on this. I kind of have been out of politics for a week or two, but I did see that he won. So I I, I should have paid more attention to that race. And I should have ma- I mentioned the race a little bit. When we're talking about the NFL kneeling on Sunday. And I sort of forgot that the the action the, the big race there is this primary because it's yeah. the Democrats not going to win in Alabama. So right. so uh, I with uh, with very limited understanding of what happened. Luther Strange is the is the establishment incumbent guy. He was appointed by the the governor. Trump endorsed him. Trump campaigned on his behalf, where he said the controversial NFL comments. And then Roy Moore comes out of nowhere and Roy Moore has been this judge, very controversial. Like he apparently I might butcher this, but apparently he directed, um, he gave some directive not to issue marriage licenses to gay couples in Alabama because he believed the Supreme court's decision was unconstitutional. Uh, he is also, he also refused to remove like the 10 commandments from his courtroom, something like that. Or from, yeah. So it's a guy that, um, I don't know. I mean, he's anti-establishment, but he's also anti-establishment in a very conservative, very traditionalist way. Um, and so there's a different ways to interpret it. Like, do people care about Trump or do they just care about the, the fuck you candidate and, and Roy Moore's kind of the fuck you candidate, the fuck you candidate, yeah. even if it's yep. a, kind of a fuck you to Trump. Although Roy Moore has said, let me be clear, even though Trump didn't endorse me, I'm on board with the vast majority of his agenda. So it's not, it's not like you're voting against Trump by voting for Roy Moore really either. Interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yoda economics said, Matt, my mic is now working. I had to reboot. Ah, no, he's good. Yeah. This must have been a while ago. Um, yeah, yeah. It's from a And then ago. Stan said, by the way, the blonde spiracy is still being researched. More connections are being made. Which blonde spiracy? What did I miss? Blonde. Oh, blonde spiracy being that like everywhere you go, so you narrowly oh, miss yeah. some disaster. So if you come <laughs> here, I'm going to turn up dead. I don't know what to leave. tell you guys. I mean, I have fantastic luck. And you you would think that all of the things that I've narrowly missed would make me more insecure about going around, but I'm really just like, I'm immortal. Nothing's <laughs> ever going to come for me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the last one. We're good. Okay. I got to gotta get out of here. I still haven't eaten dinner. It's a three-hour get... show now, guys. Jeez. Oh, man. We made it through. Um, and then we'll be back on Sunday. I got some good, good clips from Sunday. I want to go through some of that Berkeley stuff that we talked about. Clips yeah. of... Antifa turning on each other, Sargon. Um, there was a, there's great hoax hate. Uh, this Muslim chick in a burqa got arrested in Australia and made up a bunch of lies about the cop, and then it turned out not to be true because the dash cam was on. It's just a great Run, clip bro. that some, somebody sent me, so I'm excited to play that. And um, as always, I'm talking to some people about guests. We'll see. I'm not optimistic, though. Never am. Never am.
Retro Black Mon. Come on. Anytime. See ya.